0: What's up, everybody out there in Internet land? Welcome to the Remote Gaming Podcast, Episode 14. The RGP is a podcast made by gamers for gamers and comes to you the listener each and every week from two friends who live on opposite sides of the country to bring you the hottest gaming news and industry insights, as well as an end-up topic to culminate our discussion of that great pastime we all love, video games. I'm one of those gamers and one of your hosts, Joseph King. Joining me, as always, is the admin of the Tom TomBradyFanClub.net, Kevin Corkum.
1: <laughs> hello it's funny you say that i was pissed i didn't get to draft uh brady this weekend i had my first of three fantasy football drafts this weekend and uh three I, you're in three yeah i'm in three leagues so i've got two buy-in leagues and then one's kind of just like a for fun league um that i do but yeah so i'm in three leagues i drafted my first league um when was it saturday night saturday night something like that i think it was saturday night and uh it's a two quarterback league which means quarterbacks end up going a little earlier than the normal leagues. So it was like the fourth mm-hmm. round, and I was eyeing Brady. And, of course, the guy right before me picked Brady. And I, I really just wanted a reason to root for him again this year since he's not on the Patriots. But uh, maybe I'll snag him in one of my other two leagues.
0: Uh, you could see hes he's your favorite player. So yep. I think it's totally fine to still root for his success in Tampa Bay. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm always going to be Even a Brady though- fan. I won't be because my team is in the NFC. I don't want Tampa Bay to succeed in any capacity. <laughs> Dude, they're um, looking really, really strong. Yeah, like they're they are. This, <laughs> really strong. This is going to be the first, one of the first years that I opt out of fantasy football because I just was like with us. So we, you know, we signed Marquise Goodwin from San Francisco in the offseason, mm-hmm. And now he has stated that he's going to sit the entire season out because of COVID. Yep. And, I'm worried that as the season progresses, more and more players might start to do that. So I have just been like, yep, I'm not going to screw myself in fantasy football.
1: It's, we have, because really I always play for money.
0: Right, me too. And which I'm, which you do too. And, and I just, I'm like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to put in, you know, $50 or $100 to play and have that happen. I don't feel in- like that would be fair in one of my
1: leagues, if things start getting really wonky before week 10, everyone's going to get refunded Um, in the league I drafted on Saturday. We're going to kind of play it by ear um, and probably make a vote on it. If, if things start going South quick, but I mean, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of players opting out. I think more will as the season progresses and they'll just lose their money and you know, whatever they're fucking millionaires. Anyways, it doesn't really matter for them, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think, I'm hoping that it's not as much of a problem um, as I think it could
0: be, but I don't know. Do you think, uh, do you think it's going to go all 16 games? I think you so. You yeah. yeah. do. okay. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very weird. It's going like without the fans, uh, football is kind of a different atmosphere, right? We're seeing, you know, the NBA is having success in the bubble without fans being there. And, and there are, you know, people on the sideline and everybody cheering and hyping up the team, but there is that, that misconnection, as you know, someone who's played sports, and you probably understand this too. It, it's a different atmosphere when you're not being cheered on.
1: I think, oh, yeah. with, bas- I think with
0: basketball, they're able to really kind of zone in, and the games have been a lot more competitive in the playoffs this year yeah. than I think I've ever seen. Um, teams are upsetting teams. Uh, that may not normally be upset because of the atmosphere that a fan atmosphere can bring football. I'm worried about the opposite effect. I'm worried that, you know, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Now there's nobody there to cheer them on. Are their hearts going to be into it? Are they going to be playing as hard that I think that's, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right about that. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, And some, some stadiums are going to have fans, and some aren't, which is going to give a competitive advantage to certain teams. And I think the, the competition this year, uh, it's not going to be a level playing field by any means. So it, it, it's a little bit of a, of a toss up year. Um, And that, I mean, it kind of sucks that whoever wins the championship is going to be the team that handles COVID best. Uh, And I, I think that's, that's just pretty common knowledge right you know you've got your top teams whatever one of those top teams is going to handle the virus the best is going to win the championship they're going to have the most Mm -hmm. players playing at the same time they're going to have fans in the stands they're going to have all of these things that are going to be able to uh give them a, a massive competitive advantage and in the nfl obviously any competitive advantage is a big one um so yeah it'll be interesting to see
0: It's going to be very weird because like, and and for me, I'm not, I don't mean what I'm about to say. Don't take it out of context, but the two football teams that I follow in the NFL and college, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Texas A&M both known for how passionate their fans are. Not saying that, Every anybody else's their their fans are better. Right. Obviously, the Eagles fans are not better than a lot of other fans because of the way they can <laughs> act sometimes. Uh, but Texas A and M, there's a lot of tradition. Uh, they have midnight yell practice before each game, uh, the the night before every Friday night. Um, those things are not going to be happening, and it's it's very very weird to see. I mean, A and M is known for creating what's called the twelfth man, and that's what they're their stadium is as you know, that their fans get so loud that it's like somebody else is on the field. And so it's, it's going to be very interesting. I, 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 I totally am with you. I I agree a hundred percent that the dynamic is going to be different this year.
1: Yeah. Well, with all that being said, I'm still excited that we're, we're going to at least have something to
0: watch on TV every Sunday. And football is about Um, to start. Thank God. (laughs) I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. (laughs) It 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 is sucked. Basketball has been fun. I, baseball, I've actually, this is like one of the first years that I'm just kind of like, just with it being a shorter season. And I was watching a game where the, I'm a Braves fan and they were playing the Phillies and baseball is slowly becoming worse than the NFL. As far as like rules are getting called. Like there was a game we lost the other night where, um, a, uh, Freddie Freeman hit a two run shot to deep center left. And, uh, one of the guys was rounding third base and because of the the rule where you cannot, you know, collide with the catcher anymore. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. And you can't go around him. The catcher straight up caused uh, the runner to go out of bounds and not make the play. And it was ruled safe when it, 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 he blocked the plate. He straight up blocked the plate and right. these rules are becoming kind of ridiculous. And baseball is just kind of going way downhill in my opinion, in the in the professional aspect of it. It has been for a couple of years now. And it's just, it's sad. I love baseball and uh, it's just, with it being a shorter season i'm i'm kind of invested but i'm not i'm just because of how the rule sets are i'm kind of like oh we see nfl's here but at the same time the nfl is the nfl we'll see how things go Mm -hmm. uh i think any any given season it's either something good or something bad happens so but like you said sports is back football is back thank god (laughs) yeah literally thank god (laughs) what have you been playing kevin
1: um, nothing really exciting. Uh, I'm going to jump into Spellbreak, um, which is that new uh, BR. I'm going to mm-hmm. jump into that today from, I think it's, I don't know who it's from. I thought it was Epic, but it might not be. Uh, it looks really fun, but it. Uh, I'm probably going to jump into that uh, today. That's kind of like the new game I want to play, but I've just been playing Rogue Company. Uh, still really fun, really great. Siege, um, I've been getting back into, which uh, uh, you have as well. we'll uh, we can talk about it now, but it's uh, it's really fun. I love Siege. I think it's a great game. I think it's really pretty well balanced right now. And the new patch that's coming out, I'm really excited to jump into that. And obviously it's going to be uh, on PS5 as well. So that's another huge thing for me is that I'm going to have a game that uh, I'm going to be able to play right off the rip, I think, uh, at launch. That's competitive and and you know it's going to add a new spice to it. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for that and Warzone. I've been playing Warzone every now and then. They took out vehicles yesterday because of another game breaking glitch. Did you see this? Yeah.
0: I, so I want you to talk about this for the listeners. This is hilarious. Uh, so, I, I I stopped playing Warzone, but then I read about this and I'm like, I wanted to join in just to see how bad it was, and it is terrible. It's all well, It was. There's- they disabled vehicles, but
1: and it's still awful even when the, like the map is so big right it's so fucking big you need vehicles it's it's just a map that you need vehicles and uh they had to rip them out because what was happening is that there was like the certain thing that if people got into a vehicle uh, whatever it would crash the server the entire game would crash like, like you took the
0: vehicle to the, a specific spot right and the whole yeah. game would crash it would boot everybody from the game that yeah, was in that would... lobby so like 150 players just kicked out <laughs> so bad they i don't know We can't get shit right over there well and people were doing it just to be assholes so nobody could play a game they would go yep. into try to play a match and were completely kicked right out yeah and now game. everyone's so.
1: everyone's landing superstore and it's, it's it's awful it's just the game is just it's <laughs> it's fun and i like it because i'm good at it but it it's like uh, it's just so bad like how can how can every week there's a new game breaking glitch it's like it, it really makes you appreciate Fortnite and apex and you know because they they run and they work and like it, it's it's weird that like that is the bar right now for battle battle royales is that they just kind of function <laughs> <laughs> With Warzone just, being so bad yeah. is that you can actually play a game and like not pick up a gun and have it look like a fucking dementor you
0: know mm-hmm. it's just ugh. yeah it's it's it sucks I, i'm sure they'll get it ironed out they really need to compress the files somehow yeah. i don't know how they're going to do that better because i'm not i'm going to tell you right now i am not taking up Cause games for next gen are going to be even bigger, you know, with graphically enhancements and yep. things like that. Uh, I'm not going to take up my PS five hard drive with this game. I'm just not. Yeah. I probably won't either. This might be like a, Oh, if my friends want to play it,
1: I jump back on my PS four and, and, and dick around. Yeah, but I'm not going to be, sure. I'm not, I'm not going to be loading it
0: up on the PS five. No. Um, what I've been playing, I'll go ahead and talk about siege for a second because I've been playing that as well. I am so so happy that you got me in, into this game, man! It is—I, I, I'm happy you got me into it. I'm so mad that I missed the last five years of this game. It's phenomenal, yeah. and I, I'm I really, 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 really fucking good at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I usually get MVP every match. Um, I've been playing the unranked playlist. I, you know, I started on the newcomer, right. and then I went to quick match. And now I'm in the unranked playlist, and I think you get ranked at level 50. And I I, I doubt I'll get into that, but unranked is because I was. There is one complaint I have with this game. A lot of times, and I've I played on PC and PS4. It's a little bit worse on PS4. PC, it's not as bad because the population is not as as heavy as it is on PS4. Um, But a lot of team killing goes on. People just being trolls. And it it makes it kind of unenjoyable. Like if if I had if that happens to me, two matches within a given playtime, I just quit because it's 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 frustrating because I'm like, God, come on, man. And uh, but for the most part, a lot of the most of the matches I play, people are really working together, doing things. And it's 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 a great game to where. I don't know if it's because of how decent I am at the game or the fact that it's just built this way. I don't really feel the need to communicate with anybody random. You know what I mean? Like I I, I trust myself to stay in one position to watch an angle and then notice where my teammates start going down and then rotate to that angle. And I'm just, you know, usually we still are able to pull off a win. I don't feel the need to communicate. And it has a ping system. so
1: right yeah the and they're upgrading the ping system there's going to be a completely uh reworked ping system um with this new update so uh, the the one complaint i have with siege is that i think the community is is shit um i think that a lot of the the players you get are fucking awful and you know uh mm-hmm. you know really toxic and and just trash um that's the only complaint i have with siege is that when i play i generally have to mute my team if i'm not playing with someone else because they're just you know saying
0: nasty shit, you know, that yeah, I don't, and it's I don't a, want it's anything a, to do with. It's a six year old game that where the community that is, there are people that probably aren't good at anything else. So they've stuck with this game and they're just trash and toxic people. Yeah. Uh, but over on the PC side, I've, I've been playing and this might be kind of a, one day we should do a topic about this. Are American gamers worse than any other gamer, <laughs> which are I kind of fits with our, is American society worse than every other society? And the answer is always <laughs> usually a resounding yes. But on PC, I've been matched up with a lot of European players. I can, you know, obviously tell from their accent and they they're very helpful. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not getting team killed on PC. It just takes forever. The queue times on PC are wild.
1: Really interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very long queue times, but uh, siege is great. I love it. I'm, it is my tactical shooter at the moment. I've kind of, uh, people have gotten really good at Valorant and I have gotten progressively worse. I used to finish <laughs> at the top, top of tier of my, uh, matches and I'm about middle of the pack and I just, uh, need to work on my aim in that game. Is, yeah. is my thing. Uh, but siege is great. Um, I have been playing divinity original sin two. Uh, I play it on my switch at work when I can. Um, and then I'll come over and finish the cross save. I've been playing on PC, um, with the cross save enabled feature, which is awesome. I just carry on where I left off. That game is phenomenal. It's one of the best RPGs. The voice acting is great. The story is good. Um, the cho- di- dialect choices, dialogue choices you can make are phenomenal. And it's just, if you have a chance to, if you're listening and you want a good RPG to play, uh, go go pick up Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, you don't have to know the story of anything that's going on because it kind of gives a backstory right before the game begins. Um, so go check that out if you can. Uh, it needs some TLC because uh, Larian Studios, that the developer of this, is also making Baldur's Gate 3, which is another highly anticipated a uh, classic CRPG that's coming out. Um, the last game that I want to talk about was recently released on Thursday. I've been playing it every day. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered. I'm so jealous. You have to pick this up, man. I know. It is so good. Um, it has every single map from THPS one and two completely, uh, Remastered. This This is the definition of a remaster when I think a remaster because everything is in the exact same place as it was on the PlayStation 1 games. Just the graphics are phenomenal. It looks fantastic. It runs at 60 FPS on uh, PS4. Um, no lagging. Uh, my PS4 kind of gives you the jet engine fan, but it's not as bad as like playing Warzone or something like that. Um, <laughs> it's... It's smooth. <clears throat> um, I, it, you know the the game starts off, and uh, you can Tony Hawkle, His voice comes up, and he's like, "Hey, welcome to Tony Ox Pro Skater. Would you like to try the tutorial?" And it, it, then it has a button where it just says, "I know what I'm doing." <laughs> 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 I clicked that and I went in and to warehouse from PS uh, one and I went yeah. in and all the buttons combos, it just all came back to me and I was throwing down a hundred thousand points right off the bat. And I, nice. I was going through the level. Yeah. I have already beaten Tony Ox pro skater one. I've gotten every collectible and I've a hundred percent at every level in, uh, the wow. in Tony Ox pro skater one. I used Bucky LASIK. Um, he is probably one of my favorite skaters. So that's who I beat the game with. And now I'm going back and, uh, collecting things with my created skater but right before I mm. trying to get his stats up before I go play. I'm going to play Tony OX Pro Skater 2 with my created skater. Cool. There is one complaint I have. Okay. Okay. So in Tony OX Pro Skater 1, 2, 3, and 4, they were all this way. When you say, I, I, you know, I played through the game with Bucky Lysik and I, you, you know, it has pro score, high score, six score, find the secret tape, skate, all the collectibles, right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So in the old games, once you beat a game or once you beat the campaign with, I guess I'll call it that a campaign with some, one of the skaters, you pick another skater, you have to do the same thing for every skater it gives that replay value, um, to, to a hundred percent the level that's not in the game anymore. And it's so, cause I went and picked my creator skater and I double checked it with Tony Hawk. It's the same, the, the, all the level, all the, everything's done. So the only thing to do in those levels again, during the campaign portion of the game is collect stat points. And mm. so you can, that are hidden in the levels So you can level up your character so you can go and take every skater through and get their stat points to level them up, which I'm going to do. But it just kind of takes away that a replay value of playing uh, through the game as completing 100% in the game with every skater, which I thought it was going to be. So that's a kind of a complaint. But at the same time, that shit did get so tedious in the old games that it became kind of annoying and it got tiresome. So maybe that's why they did it. And there's a lot of skaters in this game so maybe that's why they did it but you could still go in and get the stat points and level them all up
1: well i'm glad you're liking it for the most part i mean yeah that is a little annoying but it, it's weird because games were different back then like 100 a game was different you know I, mm-hmm. it, yeah it, that's that's a weird uh that's a weird omission i think I, it would be nice to complete it with all the skaters and then
0: 100 you know warehouse with tony hawk and bam Majera and your creative skater and whoever else you know yeah, that's another thing. Bam is not in this game. He wasn't in one and two originally. He didn't get it put into Tonyos Skater 3, yeah. but I figured I figured they would have included him. Um I'm gonna say this. This is probably the best remaster/slash remake I have ever played in any that's, capacity. Wow. It's wow, so true to the it's so true to the original like all the skate collectibles are in the same location that they were in the games years ago. And it's just, it's tickling the nostalgia. All the, the soundtrack is exactly the same. Uh, They've added some new songs. Uh, They took like one or two out, but they weren't like the big memorable songs that you remember, you know, like Superman by Goldfinger and things like that. And and it's, it's just, it just, once that starts up uh, it's, it's so good. And it's, it's so much (inaudible) fun. And (inaudible) And
1: I think I I, like, you can just hear it. Like the sound. So that's, that's
0: the cool thing. The menu, the, the little demo that plays before you hit X to start. Yeah. And get into the game. It's, it's, it's that song is playing on the main menu. Cause they, they they know, they know that that's the most liked song.
1: Yeah. That's the song right there. That's the Tony Hawk song.
0: Like, but it's. It's it's phenomenal. I only the only other remake that I think could come close is when Demon's Souls comes out for the PS5. I think that game's gonna be phenomenal. But this is the best remake slash remaster I've ever played. And I I pray I pray because my favorite Tony Hawk game in the entire series is three. Mm, and I pray I pray to God that we get some kind of DLC of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 eventually. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 is
1: is the best Tony Hawk game, I think, hands down. It, number it one all. is the most nostalgic, but number three is the best gameplay-wise. It has the mm-hmm. best levels. It has the best skaters. It has the best... It, well, no, the best soundtrack is, is debatable, but it has a really solid soundtrack. It, it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I love one and two for the nostalgia, but three really kind of gives you all of the mechanics from the first two game and adds on them with other uh, abilities. Um, I didn't, I like four and I like thug, but four kind of got a little bit too crazy with everything and became more of an art skater RPG than just being an arcade skate game. So I, I, I think three has the best of the mechanics and I would love to, to see that, that game. Uh, get remastered. So hopefully Vicarious Visions, they did phenomenal with this. Hopefully they are allowed to continue their work and make maybe Tony Hawk's Pro Skater six because uh, they deserve to it, it. It's, it's so good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I hope we get better
0: Tony Hawk games. Oh, for sure. Um, we're going to go ahead and go into, we got some reader mail again. Uh, we do apologize to our listeners last week. We had me and Kevin both had a lot going on on our plate that we We're unable to record. Um, So this week's episode is probably going to be jam packed and full for your listening pleasure. Uh, But we did get a couple of emails last week that we were unable to read because we didn't record. So we'll read them this week. First one comes from Trevor. He writes in and says, Joseph and Kevin, you guys have been killing it. I can agree or disagree with either one of you on any given episode, but you always keep me entertained. You two always get me pumped to play new games and or revisit the classics. Keep it up. My question for this week is what is your favorite arcade game? growing up mine was galaga but tron comes in at a close second take care boys mm. kevin what's your favorite arcade game um my
1: favorite arcade game it it's a um, it's kind of a toss-up between two games one of them is like the punch out but the one with the actual cuffs do you remember that one? In the oh arcade? yeah i love it where you, you were like
0: a blue outline Yep, and
1: yeah, yeah, you were a blue outline, and you dodged one way or the other, and you threw punches. Either that game, or I really like the original Jurassic Park shooter, the one where you're inside the um mm-hmm. the little thing. I know it's not like a cl- like a typical arcade stand up, you know, one that that the Jurassic Park game I played the most of any of them, and I could probably clear it to this day, um, and and beat it all the way through without without having to restart, but. If we're talking like stand up one it's got to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
0: tied with Marvel vs Capcom. <laughs> Dude, there's four. We have the exact no, we have the well we have the exact same two. Those were going to be my two. Was Jurassic yeah. Park and 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 uh Turtles in Time. Yeah, I mean the, the, it doesn't really
1: get any much better than those. I I don't think.
0: Yeah, there's like, and I like that Trevor in his email. He states, you know, he likes Galaga and uh, Tron. Those are very older arcade games, really fun games. Um, And if I had to go old school, I I think I'd have to just pick Pac Man just for the nostalgia of it. Um, But yeah, Turtles in Time and and that Jurassic Park game, I have so many fond memories. There used to we have a we have a movie theater here in town, and it was the only one for the. For the longest time, we have three movie theaters, major movie theaters here in town now. But um, when we uh, would go to it, there would be the Jurassic Park game, and I think it's still there. Um, I think I don't go to that theater anymore because it sucks. But I think the Jurassic Park game is still there, and I, I used to play that for hours on end after watching a movie. I've probably spent at least three hundred dollars
1: on that game. At least. Good God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if it's ever in an arcade, I'm, I'm in it. I'm sitting down, I'm playing yeah. it, hands down.
0: Jurassic, Jurassic Park, the first one, holds so much. Like, I love it so much. Me and my wife, we will literally, I'm not even joking, we watched it Friday night. We probably watched that movie, like, honestly, probably either once a month or bi-monthly. We just love that movie. Yeah. It's just it's our it's, if it if, if it rains, it's like our rainy weather movie. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good way of doing it. During a thunderstorm, you can't beat Jurassic Park. Uh, thank you, Trevor. I appreciate your email. Always, always write into us. Hope you're doing well. Um, our next email comes from Josh again. He said, Hey, again, fellas, you said, if we wanted to write in next week, we could. So here I am. Rocky like a hurricane (laughs) (laughs) to Kevin. I looked up the medical term for trick knee I mentioned before, and it's luxating patella, which I think you stated that. Yeah. Luxating Um, patella. Yep. And he tells us his dog's name. Her name is Ooh. Chloe. Cause we, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. Boy or girl. He said, sh- she is a Shih Tzu Yorkie, a uh, Shorkie mm. for short. <laughs> uh, he said, I'll send a picture at y'all's request, but that would make for uh, poor podcast content. <laughs> uh, In last week's episode, the topic of Twisted Metal came up. I don't believe either of you still have one. But if you pop the Twisted Metal 4 disc into a CD player, you can listen to the music from each stage, as well as Mm. the monologue of each character on the selection screen. Fun fact. I did know that. I used to do that. I used to jam out to that. I would would just put it into my PS1 and listen to some of the music. Uh, He did give us his top five games in no particular order. Uh, He says, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Okay. World of Warcraft, Addict in Denial. (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon Blue, Silver, and Leaf Green. Leaf Green obviously came for the the Game Game Boy Boy Advance, advance. I believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a great one. Uh,
0: Fallout 3 and Super Mario RPG. Mm, Okay. Uh, Those are all really, really good games. Um, I like that he puts Super Mario RPG in there. Fallout 3 is probably in my opinion the best fallout game uh yeah. i do like it a little bit more than new vegas new vegas is obviously has the better story the better systems and mechanics obsidian did a phenomenal job with that but i think fallout 3 is a uh i just like that grittiness of it
1: yeah fallout 3 is i mean it 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 is it's nostalgia now like it, it's been out long enough if you play that game you you get the nostalgia feels so those are really great yeah. games. Thanks for writing in, Josh and
0: Trevor. Uh, we appreciate it. He does, however, give one fireback question. He said, and oh. he, said, he does say, he apologizes if, if this email eats up too much time. It doesn't. We don't mind. Nope, um, we're going to try to give as much content as we can to everybody. Uh, he says, because we're all twelve year olds at heart. If you were a gym leader, what Pokemon type would your gym use, and why would it be fire? <laughs> <laughs> Which what what uh, what Pokemon gym type would you be, Kevin?
1: Um, well, fire. But if I can't pick fire, I'd probably go psychic.
0: Mmm. Yeah, psychic's really good. What? Who would be your main uh, Pokemon to 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 fuck kids up with?
1: Probably Drowsy. I like Drowsy
0: the big fat one really? that's got that's got mud for pants yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind of crazy that, that out of all the psychic pokemon you would pick not even hypno his uh his evolution form
1: i mean hypno's cool too i like hypno
0: i, I would do either or or what's the I like one a, a, alakazam is the one i like Alakazam. yeah he's he's cool too i was about to say
1: alakazam's a really cool one but i like drowsy just because he's so fucking stupid looking <laughs> <Ooh,
0: laughs> snuffle looking uh, nose yeah, he's got a dick on his face <laughs> Uh, Who would be your fire Pokemon? Oh, uh, fucking Charizard. Nice. nice. Is there a
1: better fire Pokemon?
0: No, there isn't. Um, Unless it's Arcanine, but it's still Charizard. (laughs) So I think I'm going to have to go electricity just because I want to use my favorite Pokemon of all time. Mm. And it is not Pikachu. My favorite Pokemon is Raichu. I love Raichu. Right, I badass. love how he looks. Uh, I have a lot of memorabilia that I've given to my stepson. I've got a couple stuffed animals, and I have the original Raichu card. I've given all that to him because I'm 33, and that looks really old, or not old but <laughs> weird, sitting in my bedroom. My wife probably wouldn't like us go cuddling up with Raichu every night. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, electric type, and I don't. But the thing is, he's really the only electric type Pokemon that I like. I don't like really that many maybe zapdos um yeah, zapdos is cool what about the what's the one guy that um i just lost his name um yeah forget it move on i can't remember the one me. that looks like a the with the plug the outlet on his head elekmond <laughs>
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah i just i don't know like i love dragonite too is like one of my favorite pokemon so i would like to be a gym leader to use a little bit of everything but i don't know if they allow that let me see here. I'm trying
1: to think of I'm, I'm looking up fucking Pokemon now because why not? Who am I thinking? <laughs> why not? Elec- Elect, Buzz is the one that I was thinking of. That's
0: the one. That's the one. Buzz. Yeah. And his, his little baby form is the one with it looks like an outlet. But yeah, Buzz. He was like, what, what was he? Like, looks like a bear bird. <laughs>
1: yeah, basically.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. Well we'll, uh, well, we'll kick it on over to the news. Gentlemen, thank you for so much for writing in. If you want to be a part of the show and write in like those two fine gentlemen did, re- write in to remotegamingpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts, comments, concerns, ideas, questions, small anecdotes or funny anecdotes that we can tell to small children. Anything that you want to write in and talk about, we would love to have your questions. Thanks, Josh and Trevor. I guess I'll kick it off with the first news topic here. Uh, This comes via VG247 by Alex Donaldson. NVIDIA has revealed the 3000 series graphics cards, the 3070, 3080, and 3090, doubling last gen's performance. Consoles, eat your heart out. NVIDIA has revealed the latest PC gaming technology. The graphics experts at NVIDIA have revealed today their latest graphics cards for PC gamers, the GeForce RTX 3070, 3080, and 3090. The cards run on a spectrum in terms of powers, as you'd imagine the RTX 3070, the least powerful and the RTX 3090, the major ridiculous powerhouses. Even the 3070 offers better performance than the top tier 2080 Ti of this pre, it says last gen, but it's, I mean, the 2080 Ti just came out last year. So, uh, that up until now, our top G tier GPU of choice for best performance in pc gaming Uh, the 30 series gpus will be releasing in september and october will cost as follows the rtx 3070 comes in at 499 the rtx 3080 699 and the rtx 3090 starting at 1499 1499 dollars so i'll stop there um we're this is going to be part of our main podcast uh we'll kind of delve more into these graphics cards but uh what do you think, Kevin, just as far as pricing goes? I mean, so the, the lowest price is what? $6.99, right? $4.99 for the 3070.
1: And it's and it's way better than the than the the current most, one.
0: Most it's powerful that, current one.
1: I saw it running. I saw I saw a couple of videos of, of these running um and they're incredible. And the prices are really low. Uh, it's gonna be huge. It, it's really it's big 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 news for PC gamers um, and I think they're going to I think a lot of people are gonna buy these instead of buying consoles. I, I think it's I'll, I'll save my my current you know I'll save all my opinions for later but this is a big deal. Um, and I, I think it, it's no small feat to put that much power at that price. So uh, hats off to Nvidia. They're always doing really great stuff with their graphics cards. Um, and you know, I'm looking at building a PC and if it's, if it's only, you know, if I can get the mid grade one for, for 600, 700 bucks, I'm going to throw that in my computer hands down. You know, that's, that's a no
0: brainer. Yeah. These, these prices are insane. Like, like the 3070 being more powerful than the, uh, 2080 Ti, 2080 Ti is about, I think you can find one for about $700, seven hundred dollars, seven seven fifty to eight eight fifty, uh, depending on which company you go with and and which website you order from. But that's about where it's at. So that's three hundred dollars cheaper than the best one you can buy today. These prices are insane. I could not believe the 3080, which is their main one. That's the that's the one they're touting. Obviously, the 3090 is, you know, for enthusiasts. Um, But even at $700, that's amazing power and performance. This is capable of doing 8K and this is the 3080 is capable of doing 4K at 60 FPS constantly maybe even 120 fps um this is crazy power this is not a good thing for pc gaming this is a good thing for gaming in general because game games are developed on pc and uh you know made for consoles onto dev kits and things like that but they use things like the best graphics card to make these games so these these graphics cards are going to help deliver gaming for the future and and i think that's phenomenal even for the consoles going forward these they'll be developed on a 3080 um so i think that's great yeah and
1: i saw doom uh doom eternal running on a 3080 um i'm pretty sure it was yes on on youtube uh and it thing was 4k 120 frames a second that's
0: pretty it mm-hmm. was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful yep uh but we'll we'll dive into that that's going to be part of our main topic so kevin what's the next on the news uh, I
1: put this in here. Uh, I'm going to talk about it kind of briefly. This is about uh, Marvel Avengers microtransaction costs and cosmetic prices revealed. This is from VG247. Um, this is our friend Sharif Saeed. Uh, Marvel Avengers releases with a stacked marketplace full of things to spend real money on. Marvel Avengers has officially gone live for some deluxe owners around the world. With some more joining later today. This was, the article was written a few days ago. Uh, but it might not surprise you that to know that Avengers, as a modern triple a game, has a busy marketplace and a paid currency ready to uh ready to buy on day one. This also means that various stores already have packed of credits the game's paid currency ready to go, according to the PlayStation store. The four packs are currently as listed five hundred credits, five bucks, two thousand for twenty yada 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 you get bonus as you go up uh credits can be spent on various cosmetics, including costumes, takedowns, emotes, and nameplates. Basically, the big thing is that each character has their own battle pass. So a hero card is essentially a battle pass for each hero, with the major difference being that they don't come with a time limit as most battle passes in games typically do. So what they're doing is that if you want... So Hawkeyes is going to cost 100 credits, which is 10 bucks for the premium track. So for every character in Avengers, if you want to unlock their battle pass, which when you unlock you will have forever and you can grind your way through, it's going to be 10 bucks per
0: Avenger That's, so kind of that's bullshit That's what that is That's, that's kind of pricey That's fucking stupid I so like, first, first of all, why are you, why are you putting a, a battle pass and DLC and paid like cosmetics and microtransactions in a single player game I I I don't I don't know and
1: this is part of I'm not gonna buy this game until it's uh, heavily discounted um mm-hmm. I will play it at some point because I, I I I like this beat up style games and I've been itching to play something like this but I can't I I just I don't I've watched the videos I don't like the gameplay I don't like the way it looks right now I don't like the motion mm-hmm. blur uh the screen shake it, it looks like it's gonna make me nauseous to be completely honest um so I'm, I'm just, I'm holding off until it, it's discounted. And I'll pick it up when it's discounted. But, you know, maybe all things considered, you know, I'll level, I'll buy Captain America's Battle Pass or Spider-Man's or some shit and, and pay an extra $10. It's just, I, I can't, I mean, come on. I have a hard time spending 10 bucks on Warzone Battle Pass or Apex's Battle Pass. And I, I generally get really close to completing those. So I just, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't. We'll talk more about microtransactions and different things when we get in with Madden. But recently, I'm 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 pretty unimpressed with a lot of these companies.
0: Yeah, I think this is this is shit to do. Um, you know, they already pissed a lot of people off that Sp- Spider-Man's exclusive to the the PlayStation version of this game, and and adds a whole bunch of story content that's not going to be there. and And I don't know what Crystal Dynamics is thinking with this because it, the game does not look good. I've watched a lot of gameplay and I'm very underwhelmed. I feel like this game was very rushed. Yeah, um, I think so too. I, I think it kind of was almost near incomplete and they just got it out. And maybe that's why some of this stuff is being added as microtransactions. So they can kind of justify it. It's kind of what we've talked about two podcasts ago with, or I think around there with uh, game companies, not finishing games and they're coming out unfinished and you're paying extra for content that should have already been in there. And so, yeah, this is this is just I don't know it's it's not a good look it makes me yeah I'm this is going to be a game that I get on like PlayStation Plus or uh, to heavily 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 discounted I will not yes. pay sixty dollars for this game nowhere near it maybe maybe nineteen ninety nine
1: maybe yeah I I, maybe. I probably would pay I would probably pay like thirty max that would be. If I was really bored and didn't have anything else to play, I'd I'd Mm -hmm. pay thirty bucks for it, Max. But I I can't. I've got a couple friends that picked it up, and and one of my friends, Mikey, shout out Mikey. I know know you listen to the podcast. Uh, He he basically was like, it doesn't feel right. Like the hits don't feel right. Like when you punch and when you Mm -hmm. connect with with enemy characters, he's he's like, it's
0: just off. It it just doesn't feel right. So yeah, they should have uh, they should have just waited. Let let uh, Insomniac get the next Spider Man out, and then let them work on this. Because or Sony Santa Monica, uh, because they would have nailed the combat. But yeah, this is. I think it'll be an okay game. It's not going to be what people wanted for an Avengers game. No, I don't think so either. Um, Next topic. This is some bad news. This comes via Eurogamer.net. Ubisoft says PS5 isn't backwards compatible with PS3, PS2, PS1. This comes by Tom Phillips at Eurogamer.net. Over the weekend, Ubisoft published and then deleted (laughs) a claim that the PS5 will not offer backwards compatibility with older PlayStation consoles. A post on Ubisoft support site states... PS5 backwards compatibility would be available for supported PlayStation 4 titles, but would not be possible for PS3, PS2, and PS1 games. Sony is yet to discuss whether this might be offered some type of backwards compatibility for older consoles, so Ubisoft statement raised eyebrows. Sony has not commented on the matter, but last night the above references were removed from Ubisoft's site, so you know they probably got yelled at by uh, Sony... <laughs> PlayStation 5 support for backwards compatibility is still um, a little unclear. Sony has previously stated it hopes to support the overwhelming majority of the 4,000 plus PS4 titles on PS5, however, has avoided saying how many of those will be available at launch. Back in March, PS5 lead architect Mark Cerny said almost all. Of the top 100 PS4 games ranked by Playtime would be available when the console arrives. There's been no conf- mention of earlier PlayStation game support at all. Eurogamer has contacted PlayStation for comment with no reply. Um,. I I'm fine with this. I don't care as long as it's backwards compatible with PS4. I mean, we've, we've moved far away from those generations. I I know that some of those games are fun to go back and play, but I mean, the reality is, and this works, this is true for most people. When they go back to play a PS one or PS two, uh, hell, even some PS three games, it's just not because we've been so spoiled by the upgrades of mechanics, visual fidelity, and just gameplay in general. those games just aren't as fun as games that are out today. And they don't meet standards. So I think people need to just let backwards compatible go. If you really, really want to play a PS2 game, go buy a PS2 at a used video game store.
1: Or buy a, buy buy an OG PS3, right? The OG PS3 is backwards, Pat, mm-hmm. compat with, with PS1. I still have one. I have the old brick, you know, fucking yep. refrigerator ones. With, with, with the I Spider-Man font. A, yeah. And if I ever have a, a hankering to play a PS2 game, which, like, I mean, I, I really don't anymore. Um, mm. but if I wanted to play nightfire which is probably the one game I would want to boot up um, I'd, I'd do it on there I, I I'm not gonna play that on my ps5 I'm not gonna play nightfire on my PS5 it'd be cool if I could but I'm literally not going to use that
0: feature and I don't think anyone else will as well um, so I'm, not, I'm yeah. not trying I'm not trying to to get a 4k TV and a ps5 so I can pop in socom disc from ps2 and play it in 480p. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it, it's time to move on. It, it's yeah. it. We had those, and 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 as a, an adult with a career and a family and going back to school, I, my time is limited, and so mm-hmm. I, I don't. I want I want to play what's out now, and I don't have time. That was fun to go back to those, um, but. I, I, it, it's time to move on. And I know people don't feel the same way as I do. Um, they do want this backwards compatibility with all these games, but appreciate what you have and why they're making this console for They're not making it so you can play PS2 games. They're not making it so you can play PS3 games. They're trying to advance console generation. So appreciate what they're trying to do. Yeah, That's just I, my t- I, my take I, on it.
1: No, I completely agree with you. I think, I think that's that's the correct take. I and honestly, I know you said that a lot of people want it, and a lot of people. I don't know about that. I really don't. I really don't know that a lot of people want to play PS1 games on their PS5. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I don't I don't think that those people are nearly as. I don't know. I, I you don't want that. I'm telling you, you don't want it
0: because yeah, I agree. It, it's
1: it's it's just. Your PlayStation 5, you want to play PlayStation 4 and 5 games, maybe 3. I can give you maybe PlayStation 3 games. But PS2 and PS1, it's it's time to put those games to rest or play them on the original consoles.
0: Or wait for the remake or remaster. Right,
1: which is coming. There are so many remakes and remasters.
0: I'm sick of it. You know, I still, I still think we're going to get a SOCOM remake or a SOCOM Five, um, in some capacity. I don't think Sony's done with that IP yet. Uh, I think that will, because of the success of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and the success that will be coming with Demon Souls. I, I, I don't think. I think you're going to see a lot of remakes for the PS5 generation. So just, just, just hang tight and appreciate what we have. Agreed. What's All right. next?
1: This is from IGN. Nintendo Switch eShop gets customer-friendly improvements from Joe Scribbles, which means it was written by third-party somebody. Nintendo Switch's (laughs) eShop has has changed its pre-order policy to allow customers to cancel without payment up to a week before the release and added some useful signaling about sales ending. Both changes have been made without much fanfare, though both benefit the customer. The pre-order policy, as confirmed by Nintendo's America FAQ, replaces the previous system, which pre-orders were charged for immediately now the charge will not go through until seven days before the game's release and can be canceled freely at any time before that it will be a welcome change for many norwegian and german customer authorities said authorities had previously and unsuccessfully attempted to have nintendo's original pre-order system deemed illegal in europe (laughs) <laughs> As reported by Nintendo Life, that change seems to have come alongside another new eShop feature, whereas whereby games with a discount are marked with how much longer that discount will apply for. User wish lists, great deals page, and the eShop homepage all display time left discounted. Recently, we've heard reports that a, an updated Switch model could arrive during 2021, which will allegedly improved, uh, feature improved interactivity and better quality display. Um, So I I put that in there just because the Nintendo eShop has been shit on a lot in the past. I don't think it's nearly as bad as some people say it is, but it definitely was annoying that I didn't know when deals were going to go away. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know why they do that because it forced me to buy a couple games because I'm like, shit, this could be gone tomorrow. Um, But now at least you know if I want to buy a game on sale I know okay well I've got till next month to save up a little bit of cash and and spend it on this game so those are good improvements and uh, hats off to Nintendo for finally doing it I guess I I feel like that's always the rule with Nintendo it's like well Nintendo's doing something that everyone else has done so uh, good on
0: them you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the one, the one thing I wish they would improve on the fucking eShop is not making me log in my fucking password every fucking time I try to go look at their store. Yeah, it's so annoying. It's so obnoxious to, to that I just want to go look at the store and I have to log in. I'm already connected, especially if I'm connected to Wi Fi. I should my profile's already logged in. Why do you need me to go look at that? I, I, yeah,
1: it, it's just Nintendo. It's what you have to deal with with Nintendo to play Mario games.
0: <laughs> yeah just the way you said that it was just like yeah you got to do all this bullshit just to play fucking mario <laughs> seriously though like that's it's
1: what you got to do
0: i know i know all right next comes Wahoo! from ign this is via uh It said Spider-Man Miles Morales up above it, but that was an ad. Uh, This is not by Miles Morales. This is by Joe Scrubbles once again. Uh, Sony has asked its developers to discuss the PS5's new high-speed SSD and 3D audio functionality, giving us a sense of how the features will be used at launch and in the future. In a PS blog post, developers from the... Likes of Insomniac Games, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan, and Guerrilla discuss the PS5's new strengths. PS5 SSD benefits. The majority of developers discuss the SSD, which has previously been said to be far ahead of high-end PC equivalents in terms of its pure loading speed. Spider-Man Miles Morales director Brian Horton discussed the near-instant load times, fast travel, and the ability to quick load and display more detailed assets. While these are fairly expected answers, other deve- developers pointed out less obvious benefits to their games. Both Demon's Souls' Gavin Moore and Hitman 3's Matthias, in- Matthias Ingram Strom brought up the follow-, on, the follow on benefits of shorter loading times in their games from making death fill slightly less punishing in Demon Souls and encouraging multiple saves and loads in Hitman 3 to encourage experimentation. Uh, looking forwards, other developers pointed out that the future benefits such as a fast drive are hard to predict, but exciting nonetheless. Far Cry 6 lead programmer Neil Hill, wow, Neil Hill, uh, pointed out that game streaming speed should mean open world design can be pushed in new directions while Ratchet and Clank's Rift Aparts. Marcus Smith says the technology speed and ability to load new locations fundamentally fundamentally changes the d- rules then follows a... God, Sorry, my lips are just so chapped. (laughs) It's (laughs) hard to read this. Uh, Fundamentally changes the rules and allows us to think about ideas and game designs that are only possible on PS5. Uh, I'm not going to attempt this next name, but uh, Returnal's uh, developer was more speculative. A bit further into next gen I'm expecting we'll start seeing developers make more use of not so obvious benefits of the SSD this is what excites me most what does it mean for developers when everything can be loaded on the disc that fast we'll even need the concept of levels anymore the possibility for this tech are exciting for me and exhilarating and that 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 final quote is what I want to talk about I think that is where we are heading with uh, more of a god of war style where it's one continuous shot um in like a a game that is uh kind of uh, not open world Um, no load times there Uh, no loading I think is going to be the future I think everything's just going to be synonymous and you'll just start back up when you're ready to play
1: I think so too and it's going to be really really awesome I'm I'm excited this this article I, I put it in here just because I think it's Exciting to think about what the next generation of games is going to give us, not from like a graphical, just a graphical and performance standpoint, but from a game design standpoint, is that developers are going to be able to craft new experiences from the ground up um, Mm -hmm. and, and not have to deal with. The same technical limitations they did on PlayStation Four and uh, previous, you know, console generations. They're going to be able to say, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this game where it's open world, nothing loads, but like, you know, as you get into a, a cutscene or if you start a mission or something like that, you know, even if it's in a, a different location, we can just fucking put you there, or we can, you know, there will there'll be some kind of cool. I don't even know, right? I'm not a game designer, but things like that that might be able to happen um, that couldn't happen before is, is incredible and really, really exciting.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. To put things in perspective when bloodborne, you know, that the beginning of this generation, when it came out in 2015, um, the game had egregious load times. Now they were patched. They're not as bad, but they're still fairly decent amount. And, and to, to be able to, to go into this generation and that not be existent at all. That's exciting. Like I said earlier, uh, people's time is valuable to them. And I know that might might sound like a first world problem, which it is, uh, but it, not being able to sit there through and wait for make a go make a cup of coffee while a game loads is, is exciting to me.
1: It's, it's extremely exciting and it, and it should be very exciting for uh, all, all gamers. You know, uh, it, it, mm-hmm. it, we'll talk about the next story that we have here is, is about Madden. Um, and, we'll talk a little bit more about sports games in our in our two-headed topic here but let me let me read this article from pushsquare.com madden nfl 21 has the worst user score in metacritic history hashtag <laughs> nfl drop ea intensifies and at the time of this article it was sitting at a 0.3 user score uh-huh. E bombing is nothing new it affects the best games like the last of us part two however it takes a special kind of example to secure the accolade of worst user score in Metacritic history. But that is what Madden 21 has managed. The title is currently rated a 0.3 on PS4, having attracted almost 3,500 negative reviews. Some of those reviews boil down to low effort rants, but there are some well thought out criticism scattered throughout the biggest complaint boils down to bugs. And it's true that the title lacks the polish of major AAA release. We're not sure whether it's coronavirus disputed EA sports plans, but this is the first title to ever cause our console to crash to hard crash. Uh, Players are also frustrated with the lack of improvements to the franchise mode. And while the developer has been eager to reassure consumers that it'll add things soon, it seems there's nowhere near enough to quell torrents of dissatisfaction. Um, football fans are so angry with the game. They've launched the hashtag NFL drop EA hashtag. So I've been following the story pretty closely um, throughout the last week. And that's kind of just a general overview, but people are not only upset that there's not a lot of content. I mean, if you go through, there are Madden 20 logos that they didn't take out from the last game. When they say (laughs) that it is copy and pasted, it is quite literally The same game as last year, so much so that they didn't take out assets from Madden fucking 20. I mean, that is egregious, and they've been doing this for years and getting away with it. I mean, this stuff has been happening for years, but apparently the bugs are like really really bad this year like i've obviously there's the fumble bugs or have always been a bug where you'll fumble and then sometimes the ball will get hit 60 yards in the other direction and and things like that that happen in madden but this is like this the the entire screen will go white like like the players are there, but they're white. You can't tell anything apart. The grass is white. Everything is white. There, there are times where the assets aren't loading in. Like the grass is no is not grass. It looks like a muddy low uh, Nintendo sixty four texture. There are um, the faces. Like your create your character, they have duplicate faces that are literally the exact same face for like face six as it is for face twenty. The the exact same thing. It's it's egregiously bad this year like it's 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 sad that ea has this monopoly on the game but it's being review bombed on metacritic and then a developer came out and said oh well it's a point 0.2 well it could be worse it could be a point one." and then they decided everyone decided to review bomb it on everything so if you go on google it's it's terrible metacritic terrible it's like so bad and people are really upset about it so uh that's big news that we'll 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 keep following it um these next couple days here and next week if there's anything of note we'll we'll follow up but it's um it's time for a massive overhaul and and linking this back to the to the new ssd and and the ps5 this would be a perfect time for ea to take a step back and say okay everybody you hate this game that's fine we're gonna re-release this game with a on ps5 with a patch right and it's going to play better and look better however you madden 21 is going to be here for two years and we're not going to give you a yearly installment because we're actually going to take a full year and revamp the game uh and make it what it should be and what it could be uh that that's kind of where i hope they go
0: but i i would doubt it Nah, that, that's, I'm, I'm going to tell you, that's not going to happen. It should. That's exactly, and we'll talk more about that in uh, our second main, our little two-headed dragon of main topic that we're going to do today. But uh, um, I'll just say what I've said. This doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, yeah, it seems like it's worse than ever before, but uh, I've been saying for years, stop buying this fucking game, people. Stop, vote, vote with your wallet. If you want Madden to change, stop buying it. Uh, yep. Once people stop buying it, it will change but um it's not going to happen and people are going to keep voting or uh, they're not going to vote with their wallet and it'll just be the same thing every year so uh, that's, that's that's my two cents on it and i'll talk more about it when we get to our main topic but yeah this is uh that's just that's so so terrible that this is touted to be the biggest sports game released every year the millions of millions of people buy sixty dollars for an pay money for basically a roster update and uh, nothing else. And uh, it's just uh, it's egregious is what it is. It's stupid. And they're robbing people. EA EA continues to rob people. Next up, this comes via the Washington Post. Classic Mario games are coming to Switch for a limited limited time. Baffling fans. Uh, This is by Elise Favis. Thursday morning, a 10-minute Nintendo Direct announced some unexpected news. A slew of Super Mario games are coming to the Switch, which, by the by the by, I am super stoked for all of these games to be on my Switch. These are amazing games. Uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy are going to be bundled together to be called Super Mario 3D All-Stars. will be available in retail stores and virtually on the Nintendo eShop, but only for a limited time until the end of March of next year. So if you want these games, you got to go get them before March 2021. 20, Wait, what? You if have you're be confused, a... and
1: Sorry, you have to play them because they go
0: away, right? Don't you can only play them for that amount of time. Oh, I didn't know that. Let me finish the article real quick. Okay. Uh, Wait, what? If you're confused, you're not alone. Video game critics and fans took to Twitter following the announcement, clearly baffled by the strange re- restrictions. The limit availability gimmick is extending to Super Mario Brothers 35 2, which turns the classic Super Mario Brothers into a battle royale, as well as to tie in certain events running through till March 2021. The language used by Nintendo hasn't made things much clearer. A news release from the company that states Super Mario 3D All-Stars will be delisted from the eShop e- on approximately March 31st. Super Mario Brothers 35 is playable from october 1st to the end of march as detailed in the release um now i don't think it'll go away from your game i don't i have not heard that i think it's just only going to be available for purchase until okay. then which so sure yeah, well, I, i'm pretty, I pretty I sure i'm pretty right. sure i have not seen anything else that states that and the article does not state that so I think it's just going to be limited for purchase, which that's not a big deal. I don't know why they're doing that. That's very weird. Uh, but I, maybe it's because it's in conjunction with the anniversary. But uh, why would you not want to leave it up there to make more money? I don't I don't get that. I don't know why either.
1: They'll probably end up extending it. This is something I'll definitely pick up uh, 100% oh, yeah. hands
0: down. I mean, these, Margo, these four are four st- on my Switch I'm going to buy. These are some of the best Mario games you'll get to play. I never got to play Sunshine, but I know it's a great game. Um, It's reviewed very well. Uh, Obviously, Nintendo 64 is fantastic. And Super Mario Galaxy, I think, is a better game than Mario Odyssey. So, yeah, these are, hands down, this is going to be a purchase I make. But hopefully, I I, I don't think, because you've got to pay, I think it's going to be like Forty dollars and or sixty, maybe sixty. Knowing Nintendo, I don't. You know, they're not going to take it away from you. They're not going to make you because then obviously they, they'd have to refund you.
1: You would think, right? Okay, well that's good because I, I I had thought I misunderstood. I had thought that it, it's only the Mario thirty five that yeah, battle so royale what, game and, that's going to be
0: limited. I, and have you seen that? That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, so it basically. Looks cool. You're playing through it's it's the original Super Mario Brothers for the NES and you're playing through the level and any enemies you kill will go to another random player game and put the enemies into their level. And basically it's the last person to finish beat the game or beat the level uh, continues to move on and and, it eliminates people and you have to start over from the beginning. I thought that was kind of a cool take on BR.
1: I think so, too, I, I, and I think it's going to be pretty successful. I'll definitely play it. I'm going to be trash at it, but um, I'll, I'll definitely pick it up and try it. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Nintendo's doing cool things. I love the re-release of these Mario games. I've been waiting to play Mario 64 for a really long time on my, uh, on my Switch. Uh, it is my favorite Mario game. Uh so yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be cool. I'll play through Sunshine and Galaxy too. I haven't played through those and it, it'll be a nice way for me to unwind at the end of the day. I'll probably, you know, play twenty thirty minutes uh on the couch before I go to bed or something like that. And uh yeah, uh good on Nintendo. Now I think they're gonna release I think they'll do the same thing with Zelda in a while. And it, it good good for them. I, I think this is a good move, a good PR move. Um for the most part. It's a little confusing, um, but everything that comes out of Nintendo's side. Tends to be a little confusing. Sony as well. Microsoft is is a little more clear, I think, with things up front. But both of those oh, companies. Because they're not
0: doing anything? Yeah, but essentially, <laughs> yes. I'm just being a, I'm just being a dick. Uh, so Sony pony. I, yeah, I'm such a Sony pony. I haven't turned my PlayStation on except to play Tony Hawk in about a month. Um, so I'm excited for this for one thing. And you kind of said it. This obviously means I'm sure we're gonna get Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for Switch eventually, don't you think?
1: I think so too. I they can't not do it for Mario. Oh, they can't do it for Mario and then not do it for Zelda.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be an HD ver, like the the version that was on the DS, just a little bit um, better. Uh, up and and running at a better frame rate but yeah i think i think that's incoming which that's i'm excited for that uh granted i will be b- playing this mario collection but a zelda collection like if you give me a link to the past and uh ocarina of time and majora's mask and like twilight princess yeah i'm all for that great games yeah just 100 i still th- still think breath of the wild's better what's our last news topic kevin
1: uh, we are going to be talking about, this is cool news, uh, The Witcher, this comes from Games Radar and Alex Avard over there, uh, The Witcher 3, PS5, and Xbox Series X versions announced. A next-gen port of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt was announced for PS5 and Xbox Series X. uh, Developer CD Projekt Red confirmed the news in a press release revealing that the next-gen edition of its award-winning fantasy RPG of 2015 will boast, quote, a range of visual and technical improvements, end quote, on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Of course, faster load times and ray tracing the game is the complete edition of the witcher three, which means it comes with all of the DLC. Those who already own the copy of the witcher three wild hunt on PS4 or Xbox one will be able to upgrade for free Mm -hmm. while PC owners will, will receive a free update to the version of the game that will add the visual and technical enhancements included in the edition. The game is available to purchase separately as well. How cool is that?
0: You know, CD Projekt Red continues to be the hero that we need in video games. If if EA is like the Darth Vader, the, the CD Projekt Red is like the Luke Skywalker. They're always doing things that are so so consumer friendly that are looked at as positive aspects uh, to the gaming community in general. I, I can't say enough good things about this company. They are, in my opinion, the hands down, pound for pound, the best developer in the planet because of the things, the games that they make, the quality that stands out, the story, the effort that they put into their games. Uh, I God, I can't wait to see what else they do next. They're just, they're just, they don't stop doing good things for people. And I'm excited about this for twofold. Uh, A uh, I love the Witcher. Um, You know, it's my favorite game of all time Mm. and uh, going and being able to play this again on uh, at a, at a greater quality on PS5. I have it on PC and I, I doubt the, the, up, the visual upgrade is going to be that much better. It's, it'll be kind of cool to see. Um, uh, but I'm excited because I was originally going to, I had started a new comp- campaign on PlayStation cause I want the platinum trophy in this game, but it runs going from PC to, it doesn't run bad, but it's locked at 30 and, and to go from uh, PC to PS4, it, it's, it's a quite a bit of a downgrade and to play this on ps5 at a great frame rate and a higher fidelity i'm all for that and i'm gonna i'm gonna stop playing it on playstation and i'm gonna go or on ps4 and wait till it comes to ps5 and i'll get that platinum trophy mark my yeah i was thinking about
1: (laughs) yeah i i I was thinking about jumping in um within the next couple weeks and playing some witcher but this news came out and i was like i'm just gonna wait i have the game i'm just i'm gonna wait i'm gonna upgrade i'm gonna get it on ps5 i'm gonna play through it when i'm done with cyberpunk i'm sure um and uh, and and do it there because I I I want it at sixty fps I want it four k I want it to be beautiful I want I want you know I want that full full experience uh so mm-hmm. yeah after and and I God I can't wait for Cyberpunk either the more I see about I wasn't as hot on it um you know probably six months ago I was like oh cool you know another RPG I cannot wait the game looks phenomenal I can't wait CD Projekt Red uh is yeah you, they're right you, they're like the Luke Skywalker they're doing the right thing. Uh, until disney came in and fucked up the um uh sequel series but we won't talk about those um <laughs> yeah it uh yeah i'm excited this is really good news it's really obviously you know uh, skyrim continues to sell their shit on every platform
0: and it will come out on ps5 mark my words has it already been announced No, but I I guarantee they will just, and I think they'll do it. I think it's going to be a meme at this point. Uh, I think Bethesda knows that, but this is, it's, I think because Witcher is doing that, I I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of people draw comparisons between the two and which is not fair at all because Witcher three is highly better game than Skyrim. I'll say it, um, it just is. And, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do that, but this is, this is great news. Yeah. Uh, really exciting. Hats off, CD Project
1: Red. Okay, so I think uh, we have two topics. Uh, we're going to talk about the new graphics cards uh, coming out from NVIDIA uh, and if people are going to kind of move over to PC gaming and will consoles become somewhat obsolete again already before they come out, right? But I want to start with sports games and I want to talk about... Madden, uh, I want to kind of start on a, on a micro level and talk about Madden. I want to move to a macro level and talk about sports games in general. Um, and I want to talk about how we fix them and how we get them away from this annualized, annual, annualized bullshit and mm-hmm. actually get some innovation in these games, Okay. improve the AI and do all these things. Now, I want to talk about Madden specifically. Now, Madden is so much of a reskin that they literally have Madden 20 stickers in the game. They have players that have the same faces that are not their real faces. I mean, it is atrocious how bad this game is, right? But how do we make it better? How, how do we say, okay, EA, right? You've been giving us the same trash. For 10 years, how can you make this better? Right. And I think a good way to do it is to do it similarly to how Call of Duty does it. And you've got three separate studios that work on Madden. One's working on the gameplay for, you know, for Madden 21, one's working on 2023, one's working on 2022, whatever. Right. And you've got these studios that you have working on them in two year increments. And yes, of course, all of your players and different things are going to be updated, you know, at the last minute. But you can you can work around things like that and innovate and work on a good, maybe a good story, work on how you can change the franchise mode, how you can work on the AI so that they're not f- stupid as hell, you know, and <laughs> work on that. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when I play Madden, right? It's like, I've got a guy running, calling for the ball, and I throw it to him, and all of a sudden, I've got a linebacker that makes a superhuman play on a ball, jumps like 10 feet in the air, you know, and intercepts it. And I'm like, first of all, most linebackers don't have hands that good. And second of all, like, I didn't even see the guy. He came out of nowhere, you know, because the the way they work, the AI has been so bad. And the last the last one I bought, I, I, I always buy... If, you know, I bought the one with Tom Brady and Gronk on it. And, uh, and, and I buy those just because they're kind of like collector pieces for me. I, I, I just, I want to have them because my favorite, what two of my favorite players are on the cover and I'm going to pick it up. But I, I, if that's not the case, I do not buy Madden games uh, mm. because they have been reskinned for so long, but how do you fix it? Right. That we're, I'm coming back to this question. And when you look at it. I think if you split it up like Call of Duty and have a couple different studios working on it, that might be the best move. Either that, or you change it to it's a biannual, you know, it's a biannual release, so that you buy Madden. It's, it's you know you're buying Madden twenty one and twenty two, right? And you know you're just going to get a roster update for the next year, but you know that you're getting a game that actually, if they have an extra year to work on it, maybe they can make it so that it's better and innovative and they change things and they actually do improvements and they can sit there and work on facial animations and that they don't have okay this was another thing that popped up the super super bowl celebration when you win the super bowl it has been the same camera angles and the same animations for four years in a row four years in a row there's a video that plays them simultaneously. It's the same exact thing. They haven't changed it in four years. That is unacceptable. It's unacceptable.
0: I mean, I think you're right. I think they should allocate some resources to build a couple new or acquire new studios because, you know, obviously you don't want like Respawn or somebody working on. Uh, right Madden I mean or maybe you do I don't know but the 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 thing is uh, yeah they need to could you imagine being a developer for EA Tiburon or whatever it is that has to sit there like they do they ever get to go home because they're sitting there well maybe they do because they're not putting that much effort into the fucking games that come out every year but it's technically it's technically an eight-month development cycle because
1: the game yeah, like, has to go gold and go live, they're working on this thing for uh, not a lot of time. No wonder why they can't get anything out.
0: Yeah, and so I'm I'm sure I'm sure a lot of our complaints, the actual develop the actual developers of Madden, not people that own EA and EA Sports, they're they're probably just as pissed as we are. Uh, yeah, a developer doesn't. They're not sitting there just being. I don't think that the actual developers and programmers and software developers at at EA are not. Uh, they hear us, they, they understand it, but what do they do when they're, they're, they're told to just kick this out and give it out and crank it out a year after year after year. And what do you expect to be done? Um, so what can they do to change it? What you said, uh, give, give those companies, uh, give that company some help, uh, build a new studio if you have to. And, 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 or just here's a thought. Don't release Madden every year. Right, Madden Twenty One comes out. You don't get Madden again until Madden Twenty Five, and at least it's a lot better game. But they'll continue if you. But in those years in between, to help keep up with the NFL and its rosters, just do a roster update every year, and they could do that while developing another game. I think that one of those two things is what they have to do. What can we do as consumers? Uh, Stop buying it. Yeah, I've said that before, and also uh, next year, guess what's coming back in NFL 2K. So yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm probably gonna buy that one.
1: Yeah, me too. And here's and here's the thing, right? Why don't we make these sports games? And this is gonna sound scary. Why don't we make them live service? Hear me out. Hear me out. You pay sixty dollars for Madden NFL, and you pay sixty dollars for 2K NFL. Right? NFL 2K. And every year you get roster updates and you get, uh, sorry, my lights just flickered in here. I'm just trying to make sure that everything is still good. We're still connected. Yeah, you're good. Um, you're good. <laughs> that we get we get roster updates and you get improvements every year, right? And mm-hmm. since it's a live service, you're getting them and it might be smaller increments, but they have more time. They don't have to go gold. They don't have to do all these things. They can work year round on these games. And they're not pressured for turnaround and everything else. So that if it was live service, yeah, you you pay $60 for Madden NFL. And maybe you t- you pay $10 for the update and the roster, right? So every year mm-hmm. you're only spending 10 bucks on Madden. So you're not pissed if it's not the best upgrade or the best update. But you make it a live service. I think that would make these games better. I actually think it would make these games better. If you look at Destiny and you look at how weird Destiny 2 launched. And you look at Destiny 2 now. It's way better. And yes, this game has loot and all these things, So, but the, it's refined. The gameplay is refined. The missions are refined. Everything is better because they're able to listen to community feedback in real time. And it's not like they're going off and developing it in a vacuum in a bubble for eight months and then coming back. They're continually, continually improving this thing right now. They're listening to feedback on the latest patch, not the latest game. Not the latest sixty dollars game. The latest patch, right? Where they're like, "Hey, you gave us a roster update, and you said you improved the enemy AI. It's it's still not where it should be. When's the next patch? When are you going to be able to kind of improve it more?" Right? That I think would help save these sports games because it, it, they're they're robbing people. They're robbing people at sixty bucks. Oh, yeah. And been it's robbing it's online un- for years. It's just unacceptable. But if if EA came out, right, and they said, hey, we're launching all of our sports games as live services, people would go, oh, but I think in the long run, it would actually help if as long as they didn't pack it with egregious microtransactions.
0: Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Um, I, one of the things I'd like to see them do is uh, reinvent the wheel a little bit. Stop. Let's, let's, let's add some different types of modes and different types of gameplay experiences, like a, a real story mode where, and I know they tried to do that like a couple of years ago, but like maybe like kind of like RPG element types, you know, like leveling up st- attributes and things like that. And, and, uh, having to go through some of the things that NFL players actually have to go through like a real storyline uh, with your character I think that would be very cool having to manage your uh, trying to see how you would uh, put in comparing contracts and signing with other teams and things like that I think that would be very cool uh, one thing I've been wanting them to do is a massive multi almost like an MMO type game mode to where you know you log in to play an online match for a team and you are just one player, whether you're uh, now, obviously you don't, nobody's going to sit there and want to just be the center the entire (laughs) game. Right. But maybe, (laughs) maybe like one, one person's the quarterback, one person's a receiver, another receiver, the tight ends, the running backs, the linebackers, the defensive backs, like actually have a game where it's like, you're playing a pickup game with friends where you're one person is one person. Like, I think that would be so fucking cool.
1: Yeah, that would be really fun there. But there, that's the thing is that like, we don't even play Madden every year. Right. So we don't have our finger on the pulse. We don't know exactly what it's like this year, but I can tell you it's probably the same as when I played it last three years ago. I can almost Mm -hmm. guarantee I'll pick it up and it looks and feels exactly
0: the same. And that sucks. I got a, for my, uh, I have, you know, origin account on PC. And so I got last year's Madden earlier this year was free um, with that account. So I, Played it. I played last year's Madden, um, and it just felt like Madden. Um, there was nothing better, nothing worse. It was all the same, and that's what I'm saying. Like for someone who has not touched the game in many, many years, and then I play it, and it's the exact same game. It, it w- you're not doing anything for me. You know what I mean? You're not. Right. Now I know there's the hardcore. Madden players that—that's all that they play year in and year out. There are people that the only reason they own a PlayStation Four and an Xbox One X is to play Madden. Um, and that's that trend will continue. And that's—I think—that's our problem. Is the majority of Madden players are playing Madden, and that's all they play. They may like play COD or so. Just just, just the mainstream stuff, right? Like Fortnite and things like that. Dabble with those, but they they mainly buy that console to play Madden. And when you have people that that's all that they're going to buy um a as a developer you know you have a dedicated audience that's going to be there for you number one so you should be doing things to improve their experience but b as a consumer and that's all you buy uh you shouldn't you should get mad you should and i think people are starting to but i mean it's this has been going on since the playstation 2 days uh just stop buying the same game every year let let them know that you're not happy with it and the best way to do anything like that remotely possible is to vote with your wallet and i think that's consumers just have to kind of get over it and and Force the company to make changes because if they want to continue to make money and stop for the love of God, stop buying this game just to spend money on ultimate team, because that's what a lot of people are doing. They're 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 buying these Madden packs and doing these things. And and it's just that's that's why this game is like that, because if that's all people want to do. Why would they put in the game modes that I just talked about and the updates that you've talked about? Why would they do that if people are going to continue to just spend money on these microtransactions that are fueling this monopoly that you've so eloquently stated uh, that EA is producing? So if they're going to, people are going to continue to do that, EA has no reason to change anything. Why would they spend the money on a different studio? Why would they allocate uh, more money and time and resources to years of development cycles to improve the game when nobody cares about that if they're just going to keep buying these microtransactions
1: yeah i completely agree that's the thing that is tough is there's no competition they've got they've got the they, they're they it you want to play football on your tv
0: guess what you're buying madden until 2k and, comes and, out and then right. hopefully that will change help change it
1: hopefully it has to be good
0: but what if 2K, 2k is in the same boat right they they you know 2k could be just as shitty and is the same game every single year we don't know right. yet. we don't know how that's going to go I mean, we 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 look at we look at
1: two K NBA two K right, and that being this, the, you know, they have basically the monopoly on that because NBA Live has been shit for so many years, and they are innovating and changing things. But the thing is, is that two K isn't broken like Madden is. Like mm-hmm. people will still buy two K because, and yeah, maybe it's it's not you know, it's not that much better than the year before but at least it's good. Like, and I feel like more people buy 2K than Madden. And I, and I feel like more people buy 2K than Madden because it's
0: a better game period. And I loved uh, back when it, it was an FL 2K and Madden, I was a 2K player. I loved an FL 2K. I thought it was more arcadey and that's kind of what I wanted. I didn't want this super real life sim. I wanted to just go in and, That's why we play video games, right? We do it to escape the realities of life and to go in and just enjoy our time. And with a game like it was kind of like the Tony Hawk thing, right? You go in, you play, you skate, you have fun. Two K was like Tony Hawk to me. I went in, I played, I had fun, and I bounced out. Like I even had fun playing the computer in Two K. And Madden is just—you go and play the computer Two K and Madden. It's just terrible. There's no competition there at all. It's not fun. Um, you know, 2K was like a kind of an in-between Madden and Blitz. Uh, it was it was arcadey, but simulation. And that, I, that's why I always preferred 2K.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, the football game I played was NFL Street. I was playing NFL Street into my college years. And that Seriously. was an EA game.
0: It's like yeah. it's like they know, like, well, they could fucking implement that in Madden and it'd be better, yeah. infinitely better. You know, put put a street mode into Madden, like yeah. they do. They they did that with, uh, you know, MB, NBA Two K does that. Mm-hmm. So why not? And and Street was developed by EA. So like, God, it, it's not and that, that game, hard. That game is
1: phenomenal. Like, if you go back and play uh, NFL it's Street,
0: it's it's not buggy,
1: it's not glitchy, it runs really well, it's hilariously fun, and Actually. it. It's just, uh, it's it's so good, and I, I think NFL Street One is better than two. I think Street Two they added too much uh, bullshit in there. But I, I mean,
0: to, I you want make NFL sure Street? I wanted to make sure I wasn't wrong that that was developed by EA. I thought it was. Yes, no, it is. It, It's, it, a, it's EA. it is. Oh yeah, and and yeah. so was NBA Street, and those were mm-hmm. really fun games. Yeah, and it's just kind of sucked. I don't it. want.
1: I mean, I want an NFL Sim, sure, but. More than an NFL sim, I want a fun experience. I want to go and I want to play as Patrick Mahomes and I want to fucking bomb it. I want to throw mm-hmm. it sixty yards while sprinting and have you know Kareem Hunt catch it. Like I, that, I just want crazy shit like that to happen and mm-hmm. I and I want it to feel fun. I don't want to be like, well, you know, Patrick Mahomes' stats not. Nah, it's like and and have just I want it to work. I want it to yeah. work
0: and I want it to be fun. We play video games to. Be fun. We want that arcadey feel, even though that, yeah, we like our games like Grand Theft Auto and things like that, and, and these RPGs and all these, but there's still, at the end of the day, you're playing it for the entertainment value. And, and Madden just feels like almost like a chore. Like it doesn't feel fun to play against people online. And I'm, I might be in the majority or the minority of saying that. Maybe people that are, if you're listening and you're a Madden fan, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, write in. Tell us what you think you would want to see in changes. Or is Madden fine to you? There are people that probably think that too. I don't know um it just something has to give you can't just it it, to it it, to charge 59.99 and it's going to 70 dollars here with the xbox one or xbox series x and ps5 to charge 70 dollars for a game that is literally a copy and paste product is just absurd and people have to start you know having accountability for their purchases um Video games are expensive. Uh, they're not. I mean, they're cheaper than they've ever been, but they are still an expensive purchase. You can't sit there. Um, the average person can't sit there and buy, you know, twenty games a year. So it, it it's 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 disrespectful to their player base, and it's it's disrespectful to their, their the sense of mon- monetary value and what what you're paying for. It's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I I I this is like a topic that just kind of irritates me because I'm just so fed up with EA because they they just in general that company is just full of greed and they the things that are good that are produced they just kill, right? Because like yeah. look at uh, what they did with Visceral and um uh the Amy Hennick project. Yeah, uh, that and the uh, Dead Space. Dead Space was fantastic, and they just got rid of that. They killed that. Uh, Titanfall 2 is so underrated, was so great, but all they care about is money, so they're not allowed to work on Titanfall 3. They have to make Apex and all these other things that come with that, and it just sucks because they are they just seem to kill. EA kills fun, and Madden at a time was phenomenal. The, I think one of my favorite Madden experiences when was the was when Michael Vick was on the cover. I think that was like 04 or something like that. And, and it introduced the QB vision and things like that. That was a really fun vision. That was just a really fun time to, to play Madden. And they have ever since I want to say the dawning of the PS3, that's when I think Madden really started to go downhill. If you play old Madden's they're
1: they're really fun and actually very good. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's only the last six or seven years that it's been that bad. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a sad reality that uh, they kind of took heed to what people were doing. They're, they're, they're What are they doing? What is my player base doing? They're spinning microtransactions on Ultimate Team. And uh, that we saw it happen with FIFA, so you knew it was going to come to men. Um, yep. The only problem is FIFA is developed overseas by another company, and they actually do produce a decent game year in and yeah, out. Usually, yeah. usually it is It is starting to become kind of copy and paste, but FIFA is demanded worldwide. Madden is normally played in the US and so because of obviously football and soccer are right. uh, two different sports that uh, soccer slash what I call football is the main sport in the entire planet and so obviously it's going to get the tender loving care it deserves but uh, Madden just I don't know. What, what do you what else do you think?
1: I just I'm just disappointed because I want nothing more than to boot up my PlayStation and play some Madden and and like play some good football. That's what I want. Like I, I I love playing sports games. NHL is my favorite sports franchise. I actually think NHL is is the most fun sports game. I think NHL and FIFA are probably the two most fun in my opinion. They work the best. Um, and uh God, I've played so many hours of NHL. And yes, they are making incremental improvements as well. And it's not the same, but guess what? The game's not fucking broken like Madden is. It works Mm -hmm. and it works well and it's worked well for years. And yes, I have picked up a couple of the new NHL games and the innovation isn't there, right? They're not making those massive strides. They're not, Mm -hmm. you know, really changing the game, but the core game is good. So it doesn't matter as much. Right. And, and, and Chell is already more of a niche thing than, than Madden is. And, Uh, you know i've had just great memories playing nhl we would get together in college in the in the fucking dorm room and we'd have tournaments like eight people tournaments you know where we would just just debrate each other and play nhl and it was so much fun um some of my favorite gaming memories are playing nhl in the in the common in in the little common room with my friends and uh you know i i I want all of them to get better, and I want all of them to be back to what their former glory. and And the games used to be really good because they 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 paid attention and they cared, and and recently they don't, and it shows. And now I think this is the final straw. And I think next year uh, people are going to buy two K, and and they're not going to buy Madden, and they're going to EA is going to shit their pants. They're going to shit their pants. And the only hope they have is that everybody wants to still do the stupid ultimate team stuff, and they've already invested so much money there that it's not going to matter. They're going to buy Madden, even if it's the worst game, because, hey, I've spent $400 on my ultimate team, and I want it to carry over.
0: Ugh, that just makes me disgusted.
1: <laughs> right? Doesn't it? It's just egregious. It's it's terrible. And I, I don't want to harp on it for, for too long. We've spent kind of like 20, 25 minutes here talking about talking about sports games and i'm a big sports fan i've always been a big sports fan um i i love playing sports i love following sports and it sucks that i can't look forward every year to buying madden because Mm -hmm. it sucks that that Mm -hmm. that is the that's the worst part is i used to play a lot of hours of this game and in the last six years they haven't given me a reason to because I, I log on and i'm like this doesn't work white why why are linebackers superhuman why you know why can't my why can't Randy Moss catch a goddamn pass you know like i it's it, the the drop ball some of this stuff just drives me crazy i'm like that's a wide open pass like you're telling me just because you're running algorithms in the back that one of the best wide receivers in the league isn't going to catch an easy completion or is going to mm-hmm. step out of bounds strangely i'm like these are things that should be fixed like that player should the AI should be good enough to know I'm near the sideline, I should drag my toe when there's no one around him. You know? Mm-hmm. It's it's stuff like that that I can't I can't play it anymore because it's not it's supposed to be a sim and it's not a sim because it doesn't even work like the real, you know, game would. Like even it should it, work, yeah. It just, it just that stuff drives me nuts. And I like I really do actually do enjoy watching the esports side and watching the people who are like really, really good at Madden play. I do enjoy that. But even still, they're the strategies and everything I feel like that players have had to use over the past couple of years have had to get pared down because of AI issues, because of, you know, different, different things here or there.
0: It just, uh-huh. it, it sucks. I, I'm right there with you, man. It's, uh, it's a trying, it's a trying time to be a fan of a sports games and, uh, I'm excited hopefully NCAA football now that they've settled all that type of stuff and the, the legal debates and everything, they can start making that again. And hopefully maybe that will push them. Maybe that's been the, the problem. Uh, they've, they haven't been pushed. Uh, and when they they maybe when they have to develop two different games uh, that are fundamentally different, hopefully they'll uh, maybe they, maybe that'll help. I don't, I just don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm I mean I'm more likely. I'm not I'm not the biggest college football fan, but if they came out with an NCAA football game, I'd be more apt to buy that than Madden in the next couple of years. Yeah, cuz it would be something different, right? Yeah, it would be different. I mean, college football is is very very different from the NFL. It's played differently, the different plays, everything, you know. Um so I would much rather have that than than the NFL crap they've been putting out the last
0: however many years. For sure. For sure. If you have any ideas on how to fix our problem in sports game, please feel free to write in to remote gaming podcast at gmail.com. Kevin, what is yes. our final main topic? Okay, so this is what I wrote out and I have kind of two prompt questions and I, and I
1: think we should address them separately, right? With the NVIDIA 3000 series being so affordable for the power, do you think people are going to move to PC gaming. And I know that this is a topic that's talked about every year when the new cards come out, right? And it, and the reason I want to talk about it now is because we're on the precipice of a new console generation. And when you're looking at bang for your buck, and you're looking at Okay, I'm going to invest, and we still don't know the fucking price of this thing. I'm assuming it's going to be, it's going to be, let's say, 500 bucks for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Let's just say that, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm spending $500 on this machine that's going to essentially last me the next five or six years, right? And that's the investment I'm making. And it's going to be 4K. It's going to run most games probably 4K60 right in around there, right? It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be fast. It's going to be beefy. It's going to have that SSD. It's going to be really fast. But, if I spend, let's say, let's say I add another 800, 900, or 1,000 bucks on, right? And I can get this new graphics card, and I can get a nice processor on my PC, and I can future-proof that bitch for like 12 years, right? If I save up a little bit more money, it's a little bit more time and effort, right? If you're building it yourself, or you're getting it for someone to build it for you, or something like that. Isn't that the smarter play at this point?
0: Yes. Um, So I'm going to get a PS5. I'm also in the process of building a new PC. Um, I'm going to get the 3070 uh, because I don't really give a flying fuck about 8K. To me, that doesn't really exist yet. Um, No. I'm going to get... I may not even get a 4K monitor. I'm probably my next purchase... uh, Because I have a 1080p 144Hz monitor on my PC. But Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to go to like maybe a 30... 32 inch uh 1440p 144 hertz or maybe okay. maybe maybe to 220 two, two or 240 but uh, but yeah it is the smarter investment because and you said 10 to 12 i don't know if it can last 12 years but maybe maybe 8 to 10 um because they're going to constantly upgrade graphics cards and and things like that the problem with uh building PCs, um, things can go wrong. And at that point you are basically your, uh, you are being your own it at that point, you have to troubleshoot and figure out when, a, when, a, when, a, if a PC, if my PC were to shut off today, like if it just died, um, I'd have to start with the power supply and see if that's the issue. If that's not the issue. Okay. Is it the, is it the processor? No, it's not the processor. Okay, is it the motherboard? No, it's not the motherboard. Is it the graphics card? And you have to test every individual thing. Um, Now, granted, if it just fails and you don't want to do that, you can spend an outrageous amount of money to to go take it and get it tested elsewhere. Um, But when parts fail, and that does happen, especially building PCs, um, you do run into that issue. And and with a console, you don't. Um, I've had... My launch PS4, my stepson plays on it. Um, I have a PS4 Pro. They work just fine. Uh, my PS3, PS2, they still beat up. They're beat up, <laughs> boot up, and uh, it's so you kind of are. It's it's it depends on what you want to do. Um, I do think this may, it may not be the last PS5, but I think we're we're nearing the last console generation. I think we're going to get to where. Uh, consoles are more modular, like PCs. The PCs p- consoles have been becoming basically PCs for the last two generations. Like a PS3 and a PS4 are are practically a, a tower uh, for the most part. And then def- definitely with the P, that that's what I said when we did our live stream of the PS5 reveal. A PS5 is a tower, like that's a tower. The Xbox Series X, that's they they look exactly like Alienware PCs. And so, you know, I I I think they're just kind of a We're in that state to where, yeah the the PS5 and Xbox Series X are going to be beefy, but we're it's always PCs are always going to have the power and the and the fidelity that that lacks in console. And there's a reason for that because people it's it's people are not going to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a PlayStation Five, right?
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, and and that's yeah, that's the tricky part is that you know I so I'm I'm prompting this question also because you know i want to talk it through for myself right i'm i'm at the point now (laughs) where i'm going to buy a playstation 5 and i have i have a 2012 uh mid macbook pro retina with good specs um let me i'm on it right now let me pull them up just so i don't screw it up it's got a 2.3 gigahertz intel iCore 7 it's got eight eight gig of memory Um, you know, it's got the, for the graphics card, it's got an NVIDIA GeForce GT, you know, 650 M and obviously I'm not doing any gaming on this thing. Right. But it's beefy enough for me to hook up and stream from it. Okay. But it's nearing the end of its life. So I'm going to have to upgrade here, um, to, uh, PC. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move over to PC, I think, uh, and just get an iPad, uh, you know, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, you know, I need this PC to be able to game and stream. Uh, but I also kind of need it to do all the other bullshit things I need to do, right? If I'm working on it or whatever. Um, and I'm going to get this PS5. I'm like, I it's it's figuring out how to build it, how to... Make sure it doesn't fail, doesn't suck, you know, right? Because you build your own PC and most people who are buying these graphics cards are, are going to be building probably their PC from the ground up. Um, and there is, like you said, a massive risk factor with all of that, right? Oh, yeah. And and that's something that I'm looking at and I'm going, well, if I invest 2,000 bucks in a PC or however much, Right. That's that's a massive risk that I'm taking on if the thing shits the bed one day, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a reason why people might go with a pre-built or might go with, you know, an iMac or something like that because hey, for 10 years if if it if it goes, it, you can get it replaced. My friend bought a Mac Mini, a souped-up Mac Mini. I mean, the thing was blazing fast. Mm-hmm. And he had he's had to send it back to Apple twice mm. because of issues he's had with it. And I'm sure it's not that's not common with everybody, right? But it he was able to do that. And if he had built the PC for the same amount of money, I mean, the thing would be a fucking supercomputer, first of all, because he spent a good chunk of change on it. But second of all, you know, he'd be shit out of luck. He'd be bringing it in for another thousand dollar, probably someone to take a look at it, troubleshoot it, fix it, put it back together, send it back. I mean, he didn't pay anything at Apple. But that's the thing is that, you know, with you have that insurance, you know, when you buy PS five and it, it let's the, say the thing bricks, right. And it, and it, and it yeah. whatever, and you're under warranty. You send it back to Sony, they send you a new one. Mm-hmm. That's the or security you even, have with
0: consoles and, or the warranty that you purchased it from the store from, you know, right. it's, it, it's a, uh, there is a security factor that goes into consoles and, and I think, I think we're starting to see it in the tea leaves. I, I've said it before. Um, you know, we saw it with uh, Death Stranding and Horizon both coming to PC. If we get to a point where all Sony's great, because that's the only rais- reason I buy PlayStation, right? Same is for their exclusive. If I if they didn't have that, if they weren't exclusive, yeah, I'm, I have a PC. Why would I play anything else than my PC? My PC runs every single game that's on console at the same time, but ten times better. And so. Yes, you are getting you do have to put in a little bit more money. You do have to put in a little bit more effort, but the proof is in the pudding. You're getting what you pay for and the it is the best way and I hate to I'm I've always loved PlayStation. I've always played consoles. I've always loved Nintendo. But you are the it is without a doubt. I mean, it's PC is the best way to play video games. And it it's I think if we get to a point where you know, all Sony exclusives are going to PC. I'm not going to, why would I buy the next thing? Right. And yeah, I agree. You may have, you may have to wait a year. I think we are heading to that. I just, I'm, 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 I'm greedy and I want to play demon souls like right now. So (laughs) I'm going to get a PS five. Right. Uh, but eventually I think that game will come to PC and, and, um, But yeah, for people that aren't like me, to where they have to have, they don't have to play it right away, uh, some of these games that are console exclusive, because that's the thing. I think once, I think that we are heading towards where all these exclusives will be on PC. It's just going to be a matter of when. And if you don't mind waiting, yeah, build a PC, play on PC. don't they like, I don't have a reason to own an Xbox because literally every exclusive that comes to piece, uh, uh, Xbox one is going to be on PC. They're all there. And, um, So I'm not going to buy an Xbox for that reason. Now, if it wasn't the case, if they were in a Sony situation to where, you know, Sea of Thieves, I loved playing that game when it was really popular. um, uh, Halo, if these games, Gears of War, I'm a huge Gears fan. I think Gears is a better series than Halo. Um, I love the Gears series. And so if, if that was all really, truly Xbox exclusive, I'd probably own an Xbox as well. And I used to, but I don't have to have that reason anymore. And so... I think if it does come down to it, man God, could you imagine one day Nintendo exclusives are on PC? That'll never happen. But No, but that would be huge. Yeah. So I think you're right in saying that is the better deal. Building a fifteen hundred dollar PC in the long run is going to last the entire gener like that's it and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy a thirty seventy and I'm gonna get a new processor. I was gonna go to AMD, but I really want like that NVIDIA stuff, so It's it is more expensive to to build Nvidia than AMD, but uh the quality you get what you pay for. I know there are people that probably listen that that they may think that AMD lasts longer, but it just doesn't. I, I've heard from so many people that they build on AMD because it is cheaper, but they they, they know that Nvidia and uh Intel just happens to last longer. So uh that's 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 where where I'm headed and it yeah i mean i love playing on pc
1: yeah i it's it's tough because you know i've always been a console gamer and the whole pc space is is a little like um it feels a little intimidating moving on to something mm-hmm. like that but it's 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 kind of where i've got to go and especially if i want you know the streaming to take off or something like that uh i just i kind of need a pc At this point to fulfill those things, not only because I I need to be able to game on on the PC, but uh, it's tough for not everything's compatible with Macs. And as much as I love Apple and I and I love their um, their UI, I think the the systems, I think, run really well. I mean, the fact that my 2012 MacBook Pro can stream without dropping frames is pretty incredible um, to, it it speaks to the way Apple moves and, and configures their products to get the most power out of them possible. Uh, Mm. But it's just kind of time for me to step in a different direction and maybe just get an iPad, you know, if I, if I I, do editing or whatever, uh, you know, do it on the iPad or whatever. And yeah, I, it's it's hard. I mean, I, I I probably will end up buying an Xbox um, if I don't have the PC. But I, I, I think I'm not going to have much of a choice. I think my hand is going to be forced here pretty soon. And I'm going to end up having to get uh, or build a PC, a pretty beefy one. Because if I'm going to make the investment, I'm going to make the investment. And that's another thing too, right? Is if you're going in to buy a Mac, You know, this Mac was super expensive when I got it. I got it as a, as a graduation present, right. From, from, from high school. And for the same amount of money that we spent on this, I could get a souped up
0: PC. Oh yeah. Hands down. Um, I think. And you mentioned intimidation being a factor. So I've never really played mouse and keyboard really ever until I built this PC. And, uh, I was, Really scared to. I was terrible at uh, first person shooters until I've learned how to adjust my DPI and the in game sensitivity to my liking. Um, and, and I've become quite good at it. And it, it does take time. It, it took me maybe uh, maybe three to six months to feel comfortable. And then it took about a year total from start to finish to, to get uh, quote unquote get good. Uh, but it, it doesn't matter because it it's i'm i'm here now and and i i i would i i hate playing fpss on console now like it's ruined me for fpss now third person games i will always like playing with a controller i just always feel like third person i have that ability to move like could you imagine trying to play fall guys on a mouse and keyboard even the top streamers <laughs> no. play play fall guys with a controller on their pc so it's there. There's different strokes for different folks, but yeah, I I I can't imagine playing another FPS like I I play COD with a controller just because I've played COD. COD feels the same through every Call of Duty, and I just feel more comfortable with it. I feel like I'm better killing people in Call of Duty with a controller, but every other FPS I have to play with mouse and keyboard.
1: Yeah, well, Call of Duty they're having a lot of issues. Well, not issues, but there's the community split right now because Aim Assist is so. I mean when you're playing on pc at you know 200 fps and you've got aim assist on your controller um you know you're at a huge advantage Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just because that
0: frame rate you know and the reaction time right well that's the thing
1: too is i I haven't played a game above 60 fps my entire life because i've been on consoles
0: mm -hmm. And, and once you do once you have that fidelity and that smoothness it is night and day, man, like even 60 FPS to a game that I get like 200 something frames in is, is just incredible. Yeah. And I mean,
1: that's another thing too, is I like to be competitive and, and really, you know,
0: win games and,
1: and be good and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, being locked at 60 FPS when I know if I'm dropping into war zone and I've got, you know, Timmy and Tommy over here, they're, they're running it at, at least 120 frames per second you know, and I'm going to lose that gunfight most likely because I can't fucking see as well as they can, you know? Well,
0: and, and then the, you're, you're very limited to uh, even like with like something like control freaks that I use on my controller. Um, you're, you're very limited to that X and Y axis, right. As far as movement goes with a stick. Uh, but a mouse, you have so much flick and precision. Like the other day I was playing siege and I made a shot a headshot that I wouldn't in a million years couldn't make on console. It just would just yeah. not be possible. A because aim assist uh flicks more center mass instead of flicking yes. to the head. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it would ruin you that way, but also just the ability like the I was playing Siege and I was peeking this corner, and I just I I peeked quick tap hit the student in the head, and I was very I was kind of like whoa that was a hell of a shot and the dude died instantly and we won the round and it that that experience right there alone is something you cannot get on console
1: oh yeah 100% 100% and a a game like siege Two benefits greatly from mouse and keyboard as does any game
0: as does any and and they're like games that are would be physically impossible to play on console like CS:GO and Valorant that you you can't it's not going to have aim assist so it would be just damn near impossible to play the game with a controller because it's just too hard. You know, you're there's recoil patterns you have to learn. You you wouldn't be able to flick to the head as good um, and get those one shot kills. That's, that's why those games are not on console.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's just impossible.
0: You know, you can't, yeah, you have to change the game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, yeah. I, 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 I love, don't get me wrong. I love console. You can't nothing beats just playing on a TV. And that's another thing too. Like I play on a monitor for the most part, but when the PS5 comes, like I've told you, I'm getting a P- a, a, a 4K TV because I want to see that fidelity, right? And yeah. granted, I can get that fidelity with a 3070. Um and I probably will connect my PC to the TV every now and then um to play certain games like, you know, Cyberpunk. I'm probably going right. to buy on PC, but I'll probably connect it to my 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Um and play that with a controller because it's a single player game. Uh, I'm not trying to be competitive with it, but the, to, I want that fidelity and I want to sit on a couch and, and play, you know, uh, demon souls, like right there and just see that on my television. There are different aspects of it that, that fundamentally change, uh, sitting very close in front in a chair, even with a 4k monitor is different experience than sitting on a couch and playing on a 65 inch TV.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. I mean I look, I I don't play a lot of I don't game a lot right now on my TV, but I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima solely on my TV. Um I because I don't really want to play it on my monitor cuz it's fucking gorgeous, you mm-hmm. know?
0: And and Yeah, my monitor loses quality and games like The Witcher, I'd rather would play on my, te- my the te- even the television I have now. I'd rather play The Witcher on my TV than on my monitor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I, and I bought, I literally bought this TV cause it had a low input lag. So even if I was playing competitively, it's got a 23 millisecond, um, input lag, which is for a television is really good. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I don't feel like I'm losing a huge competitive edge if I play on my TV, but most of the time I just enjoy, if I'm being serious about it, I'm going to sit down and, and play in front of my monitor. But if I'm playing a The last of us part two, I played most of that on the TV. Um, because not only it was so beautiful, it's that, you know, Casey and, and my roommate right now, Ressa, they loved watching me play. So, you know, they were like, Hey, are you going to play a little bit more of the last of us? I'm like, yeah, I'll put it up, you know? And, and, and I played it, they'd watch. And that experience too, is, is, is something,
0: is something different. It's just, yeah. Cause my wife, she enough, loved, she no, loved watching the last, sorry, she loved watching the last of us, me play it. She's not going to get a chair and come sit next to my desk. You know what I mean? Hell no. Hell no, hell no, and
1: I. But I like having the desk too because if I if if uh, Casey's watching something on television, you know, doing whatever, I can. Boom! I just pop over to my desk and I've got my own little world, you know.
0: Yep, and, that's uh, that's what we do in my bedroom. My wife will watch TV in here, and and I get to sit right here, and I still can talk to her, and she watches her show, and I I get to play whatever the fuck I want, and so exactly. It, there are benefits to playing on a monitor playing on a PC and and there are benefits to playing on a console still i think i think people need to play where they feel comfortable a yes um it is it is very scary to take that leap especially if if you just really have maybe you're not don't have the biggest interest in playing on a mouse and keyboard. I wouldn't suggest doing it. I wouldn't make that transition. Um, Just buy a PS5 and an Xbox uh, Series X and and you're good to go. You'll you you get access to every game that's coming out. And that's the thing. These new consoles, when I say yes, it is better to play on PC. These new consoles are going to be really, really good. And to the average video game player, it's going to be good enough that they don't need to spend that money on a PC. Like you could get, you could get an Xbox series X and a PS five I'm assuming, and it's still going to cost less than what I'm going to build my new PC for.
1: Yeah, you're, you're 100% correct on that. I mean, the value for consoles has never been higher be- it, because of the fact that you're getting a ton of speed in these fucking things. You know, yeah, it's like you're getting a ton. And if you're going to be able to run things at 120 hertz or 144 hertz on the PlayStation 5, which uh, they... They said, basically, you can. Um, that's a huge advantage, too. And, you know, your mm-hmm. TV is not going to be able to push that. You're going to have to spend a lot of money to get that refresh rate on your television. But if you've got a nice monitor, I mean, that's it's that's where it gets tough, too. Because once you start upgrading all of these things, you get a really nice, beefy computer. You know, guess what? You're going to have to have a nice
0: monitor, too, or it's not going to be exactly. worth it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, who cares what graphics card you have? I could put a 3090 in my my. PC that I have today, like it's doable, but the monitor I have, that's a waste of money. You know what I mean? So most people, like I, I am going to have to upgrade my monitor when I upgrade my PC. And so that's going to take time. And it's, that's why that's another reason I want the PS five is because I'm going to get a PS five and a 4k TV at the same time. And and yeah. I'm good to go. And so I think, you know, if you're an enthusiast, if you're listening and you're an enthusiast and you, and you don't really know which way to go, uh, if you are willing to spend that money and upgrade, go, go PC um, because those exclusives will come eventually. I, I think one day. Um, but if, if, I'm telling you, man, like to the average gamer, like I, the PS five and the Xbox series X are going to be incredible machines. And I think they're going to, uh, we're going to see the likes of video games on a television set that we used to only dream of. Like when you used to play like, like right now with Tony Hawk's pro skater, when I played Tony Hawk two back in the day, I am, I felt like how this is how it should look back then. Right. The way right. it looks in the remake. So I think, uh, in the grand scheme of things, uh, you're just fine not building a PC if you don't want to spend that money. Like I said, an Xbox series X and a PlayStation five is probably to buying both at the same time. You're probably going to spend 1100, $1,200 with a PC, with the, the best processor you can put in it. The money can buy the best SSD. The money can buy the best motherboard, the best power supply, the best liquid cooling and a 3080. You're going to be spending upwards of two grand. Oh, you see, Yeah. So I, I plan on spending about $1,500 to build my next PC. I already have the case. Um, I'm going to get um, a, a pretty higher tier processor, not like the max, not like an i9 9900K or whatever is fixing to come out. Um, I'm not going to put that in there because that that's for like, and you also have to, when you build a PC, you need to really get somebody that's very knowledgeable to help you or go to PC part picker because you don't want to put an I nine 900 K in a PC that you're just building for gaming because you don't need that. That is for like photo and video editing, which takes up a lot of Ram and hard drive space and, 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 and computing power. So you, you need to be, if you, if you're listening to this and you're on the fence of building a PC, graphics card is the one thing you should be like, that's where your money needs to go is the graphics card now. And then after you figure out the graphics card you want, go to the processor and figure out what is going to help that graphics card run its best, but is not something overpriced because processors are extremely expensive. Uh, that's, that's what you're spending the most of your money on. Graphics cards are expensive. Like the, the GTX 3080 is going to be 700. Well, the best processor, like I think the i9, 900 K, let me see how much that is. I think it's like $1,200.
1: Probably. <laughs> that makes, i9. that makes sense. I mean, that's, and that's the thing too, is you got to figure out what you're using your PC for. Are you gaming and streaming at the same time off of
0: one oh. PC? Or it's actually, went, it's actually went down in price. It's okay. uh, i9-900K is 440 which that's not, too bad. For, that's not bad at all. But those are just two pieces of the part, right? So a yeah. graphics card, $700. That processors $439. That's, that's, that's the price of an Xbox Series X and a PS5 right there. And you still have to buy RAM, a uh, hard drive, Probably an SSD and uh, a motherboard, a power supply, a cooling unit, a case, and then obviously monitor mouse keyboard. If you don't own anything PC related, you have to buy all those other things I just said.
1: And that's, it's it's a ton of money.
0: So I think maybe we were wrong at the beginning when we did start talking about this, that maybe the better value is in the console because of the power that's going to be in them. And that's why I've tried to tell this to my stepson who wants to play. He sees me playing PC and he's, he watches these streamers on YouTube playing PC and I'm like, play the console first because it's going to be just good. And like, I'm going to buy him a series X and, and we're going to get him a better TV and he, it's going to be good enough for him. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the thing too. I mean, I always grew up playing consoles and, and I'm pretty happy with with the PS4 Pro and the way it runs and, and with my T V and everything. And, you know, maybe when I start making some real some real deep cash, I can I can make a really nice investment. I, I'm gonna end up getting a, a PC and it might be a little bit modular in the sense that I can play games on it, but it, it might honestly I might try to get it so that I can stream easier uh, from the mm-hmm. PlayStation Five and get a 4K monitor and 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 run that for a little bit until I can upgrade the PC with some better stuff over time. Because uh, mm-hmm. the big thing is, I really would love to get a super high quality stream going. Like I would love 1080, 60. You know, get a nice desk, get everything loaded up. I've got you know, ev- you know, the stream is solid, good internet. And, and go from there, you know, so I can, if I want to, I can stream Warzone, but I'm not going to be streaming, you know, the witcher at 8k 60 frames per second. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, yeah. I, that's kind of what I need. I need, a I need a good mid to high range PC that I can stream off of comfortably, especially if I'm uh, streaming from my console. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at
0: with, with Fabian said. Please, when you build your PC, get get one of the 30 series because the RTX 30 series, because uh, you're like, well, that's the new thing. If I and you people listening might be in the same boat where they haven't built a PC yet. I'm telling you, the 2080 Ti is like. Eight hundred dollars still seven hundred dollars and. The RTX 3080 is going to be significantly cheaper. Now, I will say this people are going to buy these things in bulk and sell them on third-party websites out the ass. And so if you, if you're planning on getting one of these, I would try your best to get them at launch. I'm going to probably purchase a uh, RTX 3070, and I'm not going to build my PC probably to like sometime next summer, but it's best to purchase this now while it's at that price from NVIDIA's actual website. Um, Because once you try to start getting it from Amazon, that's when you see these high prices. Like I guarantee you, this time next year on Amazon, a 3070 is going to be $1,100. So Fuck, don't, shit. don't buy. If you, if you're going to build a PC, buy it from NVIDIA, like, or, or like EBGA or one of their actual websites from the site itself uh, when these, and try to get it as quick as you can to launch. And, and then, uh, then, you know, start slowly over time, saving up money to get the other parts for the PC you need because you'll be in the long run, you'll be saving money because like I said, a 2080 TI is like $725. That's the same price of a 3080 and it trumps it by a wide, pretty wide margin. So don't, don't buy the last series. Um, And it sucks. I, I saw a lot of I was on Reddit, for when the 30 series got announced, I was on the PC gaming Reddit and there were so many people that just bought a 2070 super. Cause I was going to buy that one. I was thinking about a 2070 super or 2080 TI. They just bought it and they got announced this. And it's I, I, for that price dude on the 3080, I cannot believe they're selling that at $700. That is insane to me. Yeah, Cause there's so much power in that. And they could easily charge $1,200 and still sell it. Whew. Yikes. That which which that is I, I wonder how much I, I really haven't looked into the 3090 that much. But if the 3080 is 799 or excuse me, 699 and the 3090 is 1499. Imagine how much power is in that thing. <laughs> oh, it's got to be incredible. I mean, it's got to be just huge. It's got to be massive. So, yeah. yeah, I think I think uh I think for the average gamer that just wants to play, you know, you're 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 triple a releases and play them in a good quality and a good speed go go with one of these two consoles that are fixing to come out go with an xbox series x or a ps5 uh, but if you really want to just play it the best possible way possible uh that sounds very redundant but uh and the, and the best frame rate the best fidelity uh you want to play competitively on mount you want to learn mouse and keyboard uh, get a go ahead and build a pc and do not buy one of these consoles um I think, in the long run. And if you can't afford to buy it all, buy it all. Have your cake and eat it, too, by any means. Yeah, for real. Well, Joseph, anything else you want to add? I think that was a pretty good podcast. Uh, I think it was a good podcast to uh, come back to. We missed you guys last week, and I hate that. Um, Life is going to continually get busy for both of us. Um, Who knows if we are going to be in the future able to come to you each and every week, we will do our best. Um, but if not, we will, uh, we promise to try to give you the best content when we are here. So, uh, yeah, I think this has been a great podcast, Kevin.
1: I think so too. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're doing it and sticking to it. And, uh, yeah, like, like Joseph said, we, we never take, um, if we skip a week, it's never lightly. Um, it's, we always try to work it out until pretty much, the last possible second where we're like, Hey, is this like, is this going to be able to even be done this week? Because, you know, I, I had, a I had a lot of stuff going on last week, uh, in my personal life and and different things. So it was really hard for me. And, uh, you know, Joseph is always super patient and super kind and, uh, with, with the recording and and everyone's schedules. So we're always trying to find a time. Most Mm -hmm. of the time we're recording midday on like a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, Mm -hmm. just because it's, kind of the time we can both chunk out at the moment but once work starts and school starts and everything else we'll we'll nail down a time every week to try and do it but we've been lucky enough to be able to be flexible with each other but uh we we want to give you guys every time we come on we want to give you guys good content we want to make sure we get all the big gaming news and and everything concise and, and good for you and a nice and a nice little uh package with a bow so we appreciate you guys and listening it, and and and, and to touch on
0: that real quick you know, to touch on that real quick with what Kevin just said, that's the reason we didn't record last week. Uh, We could have, we totally could have, but, we were not able, we would not have been able to sit down and give you the quality kind of, I'm not trying to talk up on ourselves, but the quality that we were able to produce today. Uh, we did it in one single take. Usually we I've had to record when my daughter's asleep and then like wake up. Luckily uh, it's labor day today and my wife is home and um, um, we're able to sit down and just knock the whole thing out. Um, but we, that's, that's why we didn't record last week. We could we have. have, but it wouldn't have been as what, up to our standards that we're trying yeah. to do here
1: yeah, we're Sorry. never trying to bring a half ass podcast
0: ever. No, Kevin, send us home.
1: All right, everybody, check us out on all the socials on Twitter. We are remote under uh, remote gaming twenty. Our email is remote underscore gaming at gmail.com. Look us up at both of those places. Uh, we're also on Twitch. Follow us there. Joseph's been doing some really awesome streams uh, recently on the Twitch channel. I'm going back. I'm going to start streaming on the Twitch channel as well. Um, as I've said, it's been a little crazy. But yeah, I'm going to get back to all of that. Follow us. Uh, but until next
0: week, I'm Kevin Corkum. I'm Joseph King. Please write into us. Be good to one another. We'll see you next week.